Alright guys, these Carnivore RTDs are killer. I've been drinking them post-workout. The macros are amazing. They taste great. 40 grams of protein, zero fat, zero sugar, zero lactose. You got stomach issues, they are not going to mess with you. Roger? That's right, guys. You can check them out now on their site. All three flavors, $9.99, and I highly recommend it. Let's go. Boom. Killer, bro. Love the chocolate. Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's gotta be that time, so this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance? You and I rocking out with Iron Man FE. You get the general's point of view on top of Roger's rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about, you know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task, check the podcast. It's the champ in the tramp, let the ball blast. What's up, everybody? We got a familiar guest on the couch, Kevin Interdonato, um, actor extraordinaire, sons of bastard sons leader, right? <laughs> they don't know what that is yet. No, yes, they will. Well, see. they would know. We come on. We have some loyal fan base. They know. If it wasn't for this actor strike, they would know, right? Yeah. Wait, it was supposed to be what the 29th or something this month, wasn't it? Well, in July last oh, month. Oh, sorry, last month. That's right. Last month, yeah, the 28th, yeah, yeah. and the fucking yeah. strike happened, and. That was that, yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. we talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about Let's talk about, about that. Let's dive right, right in. in. Right. Get right into right. it. What's going on? How I, pissed off are you right now? I'm very pissed off. I don't uh, Yeah, I'm not a straight guy. I came... So my wife and I, are, we're both actors. She has her opinions on it. I got mine. We respect each other's. But I came from a family business. And, you know, it's just kind of a blue-collar mentality. So being in a union for me is different than... SAG is different than like a plumber's local or whatever. Mm. It's just, it's a different type of union. When you're out of work, they don't call you up. They don't check in. They don't let you know when there is work. With There's, SAG, no, hall. You join There's the no hall you go to. Yeah. Right? yeah. With SAG, you just join and then you work. And then they make sure they get their, their money to pay your due, the, you know, to pay the dues. And then it's, it's just a wrap. Mm. Like there's no help. You right. get residuals and shit, but you know, that's just, you know, the way it is. But, um, I just didn't think we had to strike. There was a lot of things up in the air that is very valid, very valid um, residuals on streaming platforms and things like that. But I'm an actor and I'm also creating films too, so it's different for me because I put a lot of time into making movies and uh, I do the best I can and it's like a laborious process, you know? Years. As an actor, you get hired for a gig. If you're lucky enough to get a lead in a movie... You know, it's a month of your life, two months with prep, maybe three. Making a movie is like three years. Mm. So with The Bastard Sons, for example, we were geared up, right? I mean, we were ready. We had the stuff coming out, the promotions on social media. And then the strike happened. And then I'm told I can't, I can't promote my own movie. Mm. I can't talk about it. And for someone to put a stamp on me like that, it's like you're going to tell a singer not to sing. Mm. You're going to tell a painter not to paint. You know what I mean? So for someone to say, like, you know, an actor can't act, I understand because it's strictly the union, but I'm also making films too. So the fact that that happened, no, it doesn't sit well with me. I thought a boycott of certain studios would suffice. You know what I mean? I thought it would be okay if we just stayed away from whatever it was. But they just shut the door, man, like mm -hmm. totally. So, But what, what are, like, the, the, the big button issues that, that I guess, 
the union's fighting for it. They're fighting for actors. They like it's everybody. It's actors. It's screenwriters. It's directors. It's producers. Are all lumped together? Is that right? Writers started with the writers. WGA strike, which is understandable. There's pros and cons to that too. Chuck McClain, remember Chuck? He played guy in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's a big writer in Hollywood, man, and and he sees both sides of it too. You know what I mean? Uh, the the actor side of it is when this when the streaming studios were created, there was contracts in place. No one thought the streamers were going to blow up. It was just like another place to put movies, you know, like another blockbuster, but online. Well, you know, a year or two in, before you know it, they're like, let's test our waters with, you know, a TV series. So they do that. Fast forward, the shit blows up, right? So now you got people, actors like myself, that are getting cast in these shows, and uh, you get paid when you do the show. But there was nothing in place to pay residuals on the streaming outlets. So The Sopranos, I did a bit part. 20 years ago, literally 20 years ago, I still get residuals for that. Still. But now, okay. But nothing for streamers. That's what I'm saying. Like, like so, you know, like, like uh, sitcoms go, right? If you can get a syndicate sitcom, you're like, you're made for life, right? Yeah. And that works. A couple so years like, in, you're made, yeah. So, like, si- Seinfeld, right? Yeah. So now, when Seinfeld sold to Netflix, they didn't get any residuals from that? No. What? They got a lump sum up front. So, the way that shit works is like, this is the, this is the tricky part, because they weren't revealing their numbers, right? So you go to, you um, say we made a show and we go to Netflix and like, all right, you guys like it. And they're like, yeah, we're like, we want to, we want to give you a licensing fee for 12 months. We'll license it for say an exclusive deal. We'll give you $500,000. Say the budget of the show was 300. So like, okay, we're making out investors get paid back. Good. 12 months later, uh, we go to renegotiate and they're like, Show did good. We actually like it here. Let's do another re-up or whatever. How's about another, you know, it's dwindling down 350 for the 12-month period. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm on Netflix. Fuck it, I'll do it. You know what I mean? But you have no idea how many times that thing's getting viewed because they're not releasing the numbers. Mm. That show could have been viewed millions and millions of times, right. but they'll never tell you. Right. So a lot of people are getting shafted like that. So I get it. I, I did. I did. Well, I did. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ahead, I'm sorry I did, did see one person say, these, <laughs> some of these actors might be shooting themselves in the foot. Big time. Because they they want to see these numbers. Yeah. But what if the numbers are saying nobody's what, watching? Your right. Show? That's what I was just going to say. Couldn't right. that work in reverse? Couldn't Netflix say we're going to offer you a five hundred for five hundred thousand twelve month lease and it bombs? Oh, don't think they're going to do that. They're going to right. do it. Right. Yeah. They're they're bosses. They're not going to lose money. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're not. You know. Right. So for me, I see. I do see both sides. I think that they set up a business model that enabled dudes like me, an actor that's just a fucking hustler that wanted to make movies, went out there, and being on a streaming platform, when Sons gets released or any other movies, we're going to be right up there with studio movies. The general audience can't tell the difference what's studio financed and independently financed. So as a filmmaker, you actually have the ability to compete, you know what I mean, mm. without getting a big theatrical release in movie theaters. So it's like, it's, it's great, you mm. know what I mean? So that's, that's good. But they're, they're businessmen, you know, they set it up to make money and they made their money and yes it was a bum deal in the beginning they're going to renegotiate and all that stuff right now and that's fine but um it didn't help when you know some guys were some big studio heads i forget which ones were like we're going to make them starve and lose their houses or some shit like that oh it's about the actors yeah mm. like let's, we'll just wait it out until they lose their houses and then see if they you know want to come back so a lot but of who could play who, who would win that game say, say the holdout game People have more money, right? I guess this this I mean, studio there's, there's, heads, right? There's actors that are like it's it's weird because for Amanda and I, we're able to be.
be full-time in the business. It took years, you know what I mean? It's not an overnight thing. But just because we're full-time in the business doesn't mean we're making millions of mm. dollars. It's just we got enough, we got the house, we're okay, you know? Yeah. We don't have second jobs. So most actors do, part-time and full-time, or two part-times. Ironically enough, and this is what kind of burns my ass, man, is that all those actors you see on the line striking and everything, look, that's all fine and good. You know, I, I'm not the kind to go out there holding a sign and, and, and yelling to nobody. Like, yeah, that's not my thing. Yeah. But those people still have jobs. Mm. They still have income. People like Amanda and myself and other actors that we know and friends, we, we don't. Mm. You know what I mean? And we work that hard to get there, you know? So it's kind of a catch-22, man. But one of my friends hit me up uh, not long ago, and he's like, hey, I'm going you know, to New York and strike. You want to come? And I was like, no. I'm like, I, I got work. You know, I'm prepping this film, getting ready for this film, writing, yada, yada, yada. And that's the difference. Like, I'm, I'm not just going to go waste a day. And I know dudes that are out there, like, every day. I'm like, don't you fucking work? What are you, what are you doing? Towards the future. Yoga right. in the morning and then right. believing, you know, God's going to pluck you up and make you a star or some shit, which right. never happens. So it goes, it goes both ways. But all said and done, not to be long-winded about it, nah, I'm fucking bent, <clears> dude. Yeah. What's the sentiment of, like... The big, like the Brad Pitts, the Tom Cruises. How do they, like what's there? Do they do they come out uh, publicly and stay how they, they feel or no? They were like on the lines, I guess, to show support or this kind of shit, you yeah. know, which is whatever. But or, they're but probably. I, I would imagine, like, I mean, at this point, some of these guys are are studio heads at this point, right? Are these also studio heads? Like, are there actors that are like owners? Oh yeah, I mean? they have they have their own production companies and mm -hmm. they get deals with studios. So studio is is um. Studio is like its own entity. Within a studio, they will hire writers, they will find financing, they will hire the director, hire the producers, package the whole thing, and before that movie is even filmed, they know when they're releasing it in the theaters a year and a half later. Like it's it's like a timeline. Mm. It's all it's all there. You know what I mean? It's like a one stop shop. That's the difference between a studio film and independent film. Independent film, the only difference is that it's independent financed. Right. We yeah. want to make a movie together, we all throw X amount of dollars on a table, we're making a movie. What about, like, what... Well, I guess you can't, because you're in a union, right? And you you, you can't break that that barrier. But, uh, like, Andrew Schultz, right? Like, like they wouldn't... They wanted to edit his comedy special. They wanted to take so much out of it to get on, a, like, what was it, Netflix? What was he going to uh, be on? Um, you, no, I don't even know who that is, sorry. It was YouTube. Oh, he's a... You're he's never, a I forget, actually. He's might a stand-up comic. But anyway, yeah, he, just, yeah. he just released it on his own website. Good for him. Yeah. He released it on his own website. This is smart, though. He released it for, for sale for, for, for a fee. Right. And then came out with it on YouTube anyway for free. Oh. Uh, so, but he, he killed it. He killed it. It was hilarious. Not, not at the same time. There was a delay there, right? A delay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. he has enough of a following to do that. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. He's good. And he's he's very good. Very funny. Yeah. He, he really did not good. want to be edited. He did not want to have good you know, for him. powers and I, but I feel like the fact him that, what he can say. Yeah. But don't you feel like the fact that that was like the, one of the biggest things about it. it was like, oh, this is it. This is he decided not that. Like, that's pretty good marketing mm. ploy. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Standing his ground, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I don't. I know a dude that just uh, a friend of mine. I'm doing a movie in Thailand with him. Hopefully, early next year. Uh, he had a movie released, and um, he saw it when it got released by a big distributor, and he was like, like shocked. It was not the movie that he made. He directed it, put it all together, killed himself on it. It was a World War II film. And it was not his cut. Really? Wow. Yeah, they could do it. They could do whatever they the want. Studio heads. 
Studio, well, distributors too. Mm-hmm. You know, but once you sign the movie could, over, wow, they, they could change, change the key it? art, change the trailer. They could do whatever. Wow. But uh, let's say it's your own though, like 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 Bastard Sons, for example. Do do you do you have final say? I mean, if you work for somebody, they they get final say. I won't. You wouldn't. No, yeah. I have. So we had distribution, and uh, last week we parted ways. I wasn't crazy about what was going on with the company. Not going to badmouth anybody, but um, I just thought we could do better. Mm. So. If the strike was not going on, I would have swallowed my ego and just let it go. But uh, there's other companies that are bigger that would like to, they're interested and they're looking at it right now. And I can't release it right now until the strike is mm-hmm. whatever anyway. Gotcha. So it worked out. But regardless, when you sign that paperwork with the distributor, it's all negotiable shit. And you just lay your terms out. And if they take it or don't, you know, you figure it out. Right. You know. Has this happened before? Uh, What's like that? A SAG strike or? Yeah, it did. 1980s, I think there was something. 80s, wow. Yeah, there's something in the 80s. How long was that? You remember? I don't do you know. There's there's people that are more pro SAG than I am. Mm. You know what I mean? What is the benefit to to being you know a SAG member if they're if they're not bringing you work? What what is the benefit? Well, the one of the big ones that's important is health insurance. Man, you make an X you make an X amount of dollars a year. The health insurance is like fucking insane. Really? Yeah. I mean, for me, Amanda and Gemma quarterly i think we'd pay 750 bucks oh wow for the three of us full coverage mm. that's if you make x amount of dollars in a year you know mm. what i mean mm. so if amanda makes it cool if i make it cool and then we're and then we're covered so health insurance is great they uh they make sure you get residuals when the shows get paid they make sure you get paid they get you back if you're doing a movie and you don't get paid you just call sag and gotcha. you know take your like so they they're there you know what i mean they, they do what they got to do um yeah, that's that's that that's it. You know what I mean? That's really it in a nutshell. So what what are, what do most people do? I mean, most people that aren't huge celebrities without a reserve of cash. No. What are they? Ninety nine point nine nine percent people. Yeah, right. Are that's what I'm saying. Not, I would think that's got to be the vast majority. Like you said, probably ninety nine percent. Yeah. Um, what are they doing? Are they picking up other jobs where they can? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. toughing it out, savings. Right. right. You know, that's how. I mean, the money. That's how the money comes in. It, it, it's a it's a weird business, dude. Like I could. Uh, I could have a banner year, right? Maybe I'll book like I'll have three leads in three movies and a, you know, and a uh, a commercial, right? But the movies are not the biggest budget, so you get paid according to the budget. Gotcha. You know, you can't just like rob the bank. It's right. it is what it is. So I could have a banner year, be busy as hell, and say make, literally maybe make like sixty five, seventy thousand dollars from that, right? Or I can get a TV gig. Work for four weeks and then five weeks and then, you know, total, I mean, the amount of days worked. And, you know, you're looking at, you know, well over, you know, well over 100. Mm. And then if you're consistent, you got series regular. So right. the pay scales are always, always changing. But the budgets are getting lower and lower and lower. So the pay is getting. But why is the budget getting lower? Just because. Uh, because they're not making as much. Right. Because there's more They're not making as much. Totally. Uh, money. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, um, that show City on a Hill I was on with Amanda. Mm-hmm. There's this great gal, man. Her name's Jill Hennessy. She was on this TV. She was on City on the Hill. She was on this show called uh, Crossing Jordan years ago, right? And it was like a big show, and it was like network TV. <clears throat> so every week after City on the Hill would air, obviously everyone goes and looks at the reports, like oh, how many people are watching this shit. You know what I mean? You're looking, and I, I forget, man. It might have been a couple. It was a couple million collective, like at the time, and then throughout, people would stream it. You know, whatever. She was saying it's crazy because when she was on Crossing Jordan, it was like 
it was not the number one show. But they were getting 20 million viewers a week and always worried about getting canceled. Wow. There's just so many outlets and platforms to watch movies. Now, so the now. movies don't yeah. make as much or the shows don't make it's as much. It's a saturated much. market. Right. Yeah. So, but, but don't, like, they, I mean, how many streaming services are there? Dude, there's... Right? Don't they need content? So for everyone pay, you right? know, there's probably four or five for everyone. Right. That right. is like a secondary yeah. service. Yeah. Smaller right. one. Yeah. 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 They're coming out all the Tubi. time. Tubi. I just found Tubi. Yeah, t- yeah. you told me about no Tubi. Tubi's, Tubi's cool. Free. Yeah. Tubi's are free. But that... So when Tubi came out, that's so that's called AVOD, advertising VOD. Oh, because you because there's ads. In right. It. Okay. So TVOD is transactional. That's rent or buy. Uh, when we come out in Suns, it's going to be TVOD first. I prefer that. Yeah, and then the it's girl watches weird. Hulu all the time. She loves Hulu. It drives me yeah. nuts. Because ads, two minute commercials. Yeah, they're two minutes solid. Yeah, and so I feel like but Hulu's free though. I feel like it's Hulu subscription. So that's uh, SVOD. So, so. But I feel like it's. Seven minutes of the show you're watching, yes, and then, and then yeah, right, two. Right. I get drives me mad. I go mm-hmm. get food. I go out get a water. I'm like, but I've been tell watching, me when this commercial. I've been watching over. some yeah. documentaries on Tubi. Tubi's Not great. Not Tubi's bad. great, man. Yeah. And they they pay. Yeah, they pay. They pay the the like to put. Yeah, they pay uh, for independent film. Tubi pays the best. Now, how does that work though? Like, do they pay? It's not a flat rate. It's based on how many people view your view your stuff. Yeah, right? they got yeah. their own way of calculating yeah. that shit. Yeah, and to try to figure it out, it's like. Yeah, but so, how, how do you know? Like, how do we know we're not, you're not getting dragged to the rocks? At that, that's all the way up the chain. That's like right, right down to what distrib- distribution company you go to. Like before, I know these companies, I know the people there, so it's like I'm, I only want to deal with people that do good business mm. that I know pay. So I'll call other, other filmmakers, be like, "Yo, did they pay you on time?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah." Right. So it's business. It's you know what I mean? Insider trading to the business. Yeah. Like anything, yeah. You know. So. TV shows that were in production and filming, they literally just dropped the boom mics in the yeah. middle of it, the, and they just abandoned set. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's wild. Now, is there an anticipation for how long this is going to? I heard know? five or six months. How long? Longer. You're in two months now. No, two months, three. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's a drag, man. So I've just been prepping for everything else, and yeah. you know, gearing up and getting ready. But I might be doing a film in London, and I might be doing another one in. Uh, uh, Thailand. So now, are so. these films in this in the SAG sphere, or are they because they're at? You're is, is there to, is there other organizations we, than in SAG? That's <laughs> internationally, or you're just flying under the radar. You know what I mean? Under the radar, yeah. I don't. You got to do what you got to like do, this, bro. bro. Diapers ain't cheap. Be an honorable pro SAG guy, which I am, and I always have been. Mm-hmm. Or put food on my fucking yeah, table, right. and I got no it's time easy, for that shit. Easy to say and that's right that's there. like brass tacks. That's what it comes down to. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So you know, people can go pick it and. And yell and chain all they mm-hmm. want, but it's like I worked my ass off to get where I am, yeah. and I got to keep that roof over my you head. Got, you could always do an OnlyFans, bro. You know, yeah. are they, are they <laughs> sad? Like you, like, like this guy Andrew Shaw's did, or, or he, I guess he did YouTube. YouTube. Well, could people create their own website and just put content out? Yeah, right. Yeah, because they're not the, one of those services. It'd be, yeah, it'd be like an independent. Yeah, be your own, and that wouldn't be breaking like the union no. lines. Wow. No, because you're doing it independently, not through one of. We should do like a, a Wayne's World TV, Access TV <laughs> type show. We'll get fucking Kev over here. There we go. <laughs> there we go, man. Yeah, you it's, always it's got like the Wild West. You man. always got. I feel like you always have something brewing, man. I, I, I you always got yeah. something going on, something cooking. So yeah, I do. I actually do, uh, man. It's so. Well, I mean, cool you've shit. done. So, I've seen you promoting some projects you've done recently. What award did you just win? Uh, I got an uh, actor award at the uh, New Jersey Horrorcon and Film Festival. That was. That was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. You've been in a horror film? That was never. That was um, it's a 
thriller with like horror tones. So it kind of went in there. Do, do you get typecast, you think, or no? Yeah. You do. Yeah. Typecast is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Typecast is what? Like a gangster? Or a... He's got a look. He's got a. Gangster, know. gay. No, gay. <laughs> um, gangster. <laughs> bad cop. Dad with a history. Kind of that stuff. White like theater. good guy? No. no. <laughs> Romantic comedy? Good luck. <laughs> but being typecast is actually a good thing. And there's certain things I came up with when I started going to acting class. I was like, you know, uh, that was like taboo. Like, you don't want to be typecast. You want to do all these roles. And it's bullshit. It's good in class and workshops when you like. Because there's always work, right? They need a role filled. They're they going to call it. you, right? So if yeah. you're good at it, yeah, do it. Promote yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Get yeah. in there. But uh, yeah, for the most part, being typecast is good. What's the the favorite, the most favorite project you've been part of so far? Uh, in what capacity? Just is it is it your own stuff? Um, you know, like for example, uh, Bastard Sons, like acting in your own because it's more personal, or did did you have, you know, like Sopranos had to be pretty amazing. I know you had a small role, but you were still in the Sopranos, bro. How many people can say that? You, you know? know what, man? I was, uh, I didn't watch the show. You didn't watch Sopranos? When you're, I got the You're part. an Italian guy from New Jersey. That's yeah. impossible. I didn't watch the show. Really? Yeah, because I had acting class every Sunday night like like for a couple years, and I, I just like missed it. You have since, though. What's that? You have since watched it, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I have. I have. Um, that, was, that was cool. I, dude, I was so broke at that. Did I tell you that story when I was on The Sopranos? This, the, the time I was on set, like the first day? Mm-hmm. I was... Uh, Ironically enough, filming right around the corner from where I was living now. and um, Was that Hoffman's Ice Cream or was that the diner? Uh, uh, oh, my God. It's right around the corner. From I know me. you were walking in. I don't know if it was the diner. Um, I thought it was... Or was like it, a, why like am I blanking? Like a, like I go there all the time. Holstein's. That's what I meant. I said Hoffman's. I meant Holstein's. Yeah, yes. it's a great little yeah, joint, yeah, man. Yeah, I've been there. It was right there. Yeah. So it was in Montclair. We were shooting. And uh, when I got the you know, you wardrobe checks and shit... So I remember going to wardrobe like two days before and they opened up this closet and there was like seven jumpsuits, red, blue, green, this, and they're like, pick one. I'm like, all right, I'll take the blue one. Then this, <laughs> the uh, the prop master opened up a suitcase and it was all, all watches on the bottom and all necklaces on top. He's like, pick one. I'm like, all right, this one, this one, boom, boom. And then we get to set. So dude, I was, I was living in Belmar, 11th Ave at the time, right? With all my buddies. I was broke as a joke, like a winter rental. I get to set and the food was like... Dude, it was like going to Brando's and Asbury. I mean, it was just uh-huh. like yeah. unreal, right? So I'm pigging out. So it gets time to do the scene, and you know, I'm I'm eating, eating, and, and there was like a lot of snacks and everything. So I'm like, I'm like shit, man. So I'm taking like the Oreos, the Nutter Butters. I'm taking peanuts. I'm taking this, that. Now I got like the you know like the parachute, yeah. the jumpsuit, right? So my pockets up here, my pockets on my pants are like packed. You know when you got your keys, your wallet, and your phone in one. So I had it all over, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back to my trailer, dump this shit, and then come out. So I'm packed with shit. And then the first AD's like, uh, Kevin, we're going we're gonna to shoot. I was like, oh, oh okay, I'll be, I'll be right there. He's like, no, we're, we're going now. I said, all right, I'll, I'll be right there. He's like, no, we're going now. I was like, all right. So I had to run down the street and tackle some guy, right? So we start filming. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, this isn't going to be good. I was so embarrassed. And the whole like block was blocked off, and everyone that lived there was watching action and i'm like and i'm jumping down i'm running down the street and i feel my pockets going what what like flapping against my chest like my pants they're like cut cut i'm like oh no so the first ad comes over everything's quiet on the film set right he's like what's in your pockets 
I said, oh, I just got some stuff. He said, well, take it out. I said, well, it's all right. I'll, I'll put it in my bag. He's like, just, just take it out. We got to shoot. No. Oreos, <laughs> Nutter Butters. No. had a mound of shit. Oh, <laughs> a my A mound of God. junk food. I was so embarrassed. Everyone's laughing at That's me and everything. That's fucking amazing. Remember when we had to do the, uh, the ADR? In yeah, 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 place. Yeah, so ADR yeah. is um, when your sound doesn't come off in the movie, you got to go and re-record it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know what ADR was at the time. I was so green because it was like the first gig I really ever got. So they called me up to do ADR. I'm like, okay. So I go to the city and there's, it's a room like this. It's dead quiet. And there is all, it's bigger and there's all windows all around. And there's like people behind the windows and they speak over the intercom and in the mic or in, so the, in the headset. So you got a mic like this and at a podium, like an old wooden podium. And there's a big screen and you watch yourself on the screen and then you see your dialogue and you got to like say it and repeat it and say it and repeat it and then line it up. So like you good? I'm like, yeah, I just got to say the words. And they're like, yeah, yeah, just say the lines. I'm like, okay. So the scene starts me running. So I'm like, all right, I got to like huff and puff. You know what I mean? So like action. I never did this before. I had no idea. So I'm like, huh, huh, huh. So I'm running in place. Like my high knees and everything. And then when I tackle the guy... I tackle the wooden podium and I bring it down to the ground and the fucking thing breaks and I grab the mic off the ground and I'm like, you think you're going to hide from us? Tony wants, you know, money, this or that. And silence. And I'm looking around. I'm like, did I do it? And then all of a sudden I look and these guys are like hysterical laughing at me, just doubled over. And they're like, Kevin, don't tackle the podium. Just breathe heavy. And then say the lines. We'll add those sounds in later. I was like, oh, all right, all right. <laughs> you play, cool. Hey, you earn your money. Yeah. That's great. That reminds me. You ever see that video of Hugh Jackman doing the ones he was on, <laughs> on this story? <sighs> yeah, that's yeah. fucking nuts. Yeah, got to get into it, yeah. man. Mm. You want to replicate it. Al Pacino said he likes doing ADR because it gives mm. him an opportunity to make it better. Mm. And once mm. I heard that a couple years ago, I was like, oh, it's true. Because usually it's a, it's a bitch doing that no shit. No bigger name than that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but oh. I think you were talking about living in Belleville, where my girl lives. And Belmar, you know, but you know. Oh, you said Belmar. You did. Oh, I thought you said. Belleville. I lived in Belmar. Now I'm in Bloomfield. Okay, Belmar. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and you know, being like down and out, having no money, or whatever. Yeah. Don't you think that makes you, like, that's like a defining moment? Either go get a nine to five, or get hungrier and go after what you want. Right. Yeah. Yeah, big time. I was working with my dad until I was thirty. Yep. That's really the only job. I had a little job. That's the only job I ever had, you know, swinging a hammer and, you know, I was drywalling and finishing. But uh, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with the, the strike. Like, I understand the other side of things. I grew up with a business owner. You know what I mean? I grew up, and your father's got a plumbing business, right? So I know what it takes. So I kind of, I had that, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, acting when I went blue to Blue collar, that blue collar. Yeah. I, I started doing really good in LA the first year. I was banging, man, like big commercial, TV, this and that. But there was so much downtime. Mm. And I see people doing like yoga in the park, like nothing against yoga. Right. But I'm like, I'm I right from Howell. I'm like, I did yeah, yoga yeah. today, bro. I did <laughs> yoga today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, during a work day, I'm like, I don't, I just can't see it. Mm. I'll do it later. But that's when I started learning how to do productions, you know, and writing and all that stuff and learning about distribution because I knew eventually I was going to make a film and I was like, I want to know it. Soup to nuts. In so right away, you knew like acting was just was just the tip of the iceberg for you. Yeah, it's still my it's still my core. Like I love mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. nothing else. But I was really surprised, mostly with Sons, on how much I would enjoy making a film, mm. directing, and like in post the creative process. 
That was fun. I mean, that was I, cool. I, I'll say, as as you were just talking about your experience being green and and your struggles. Obviously, Frankie and I have never done anything like that before, and you made us feel very comfortable. Yeah, man. so well, it was I'm cool. glad because sure. you, you are our man. Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys did great, man. You guys did great. No, the whole everybody that was involved, everybody, was, uh, yeah, was really cool. Man. Yeah, right. Honestly, it, it it made me like it. You know what I mean? It made yeah. me like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I I no, I don't wish I don't take anything back. But but handling all the responsibilities I did, I wasn't able to enjoy everything the as process, much as sure, yeah. as everyone else. But, but um, isn't that the role? Kind of isn't that the role uh, that you had? Yeah, that's it's, it. It's kind of it's tough to yeah. be in the moment because you're worrying about everyone else, right? Yeah, yeah. But I knew it was coming. I was ready for it. The other, the other but two it films. becomes your baby, and you nurture that baby, and then you get to see the baby once it's born. I yeah, mean, that's, that's got to like, be that's even like that's got to be rewarding, right? Dude. Like uh, one part you have, you get to see it, you know, flourish. But yeah, everybody's part you get to see flourish. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. cool. Every little yeah. nuance of yeah. thing, every sound, every you know, so- yeah, every right. sound was like picked. Yeah, you know how many sounds there are for glasses being put down on a table. Yeah. I mean, you we pick did the first screening in um, Red Bank, Red Bank, yeah, and then we did the film festival in El- well, I said LBI, but I guess technically yeah. it's Manahawken. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I actually enjoyed it better the second time. I got more. I took more away <laughs> I, from it the second time. I, I, yeah. I, you, you would know this because I mean, you've been to many, many things. Like when we saw it in Red Bank, I felt we're still too close to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just too close to it. When I saw it in LBI, I was like. I was like, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm it like, felt it, different. It felt right? different. It yeah. did. Different theater, different sound system too. Mm, right. There's all these like little things. Like there oh, was yeah. so much more sound coming through those speakers in Manahawken because it was uh, an actual movie theater. Okay. The okay. speakers in Red Bank sucked. Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Okay. Sucked. Yeah. So there was like 75 percent of all the antiquated ten- theater we went to. Probably has a ton of history behind it. I don't know what it is, but yeah. the theater Count in Manahawken was now it was uh, Count Basie's Lakewood. No, Actually, yeah, it right. is called Count Basie now, but it was called Clearview. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a wild it's a wild experience, man. But the other two I did right after that were uh, more fun, mm. more fun. I didn't direct them; I just set them up and I wrote both of them. That was that was a trip. But you guys will do more. Look, if Sons if Sons makes money, we're we're doing it again. We're doing a sequel. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah, I got the hook. I got it all figured out. Frankie lives, so he can come back. Frankie lives. <laughs> you're one of the boys now. We got to get someone else in because essentially we're gonna. We got to jump split. you in now first. Yeah, you're gonna jump <laughs> <me> in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> My name is Big. It's going to take three yeah. of you guys. The way to make it work is we got to split up, but I'll, I'll fill you guys in another time. But That's awesome. The, a lot of people make sequels because it's just, you know, they want to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, essentially, I don't talk art too much. Obviously, what's in here is I want to move as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. I want everyone literally in fucking New Jersey to feel proud to, mm-hmm. to know that this happened here. You know what I mean? But I talk money more publicly because who the <clears throat> hell wants to hear anybody talk about art, right? Mm-hmm. I, it drives me crazy when I hear it. So right. money equates to how many people are watching it. So if the movie makes a decent amount of money, sure. then it's like, okay, people are interested. They're watching it. Then we'll pony up. I'll write the script. And Just needs a little buzz and then things buzz, take off. That's a little what it buzz, needs, man. We should get it. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think yeah. so. Should get it. So a little hiccup we'll here with the with the strike, but it'll you know people will be hungry to watch new stuff once. Yeah, yeah. Once, that's your look you know, at it. Right? That's what I'm yeah. hoping, yeah. man. Imagine we get like a Christmas release. Oh you know, man! When everyone's home, everyone's watching yeah, shit. Yeah, you know. Right. So, uh, you know, I'm just hoping that uh, things come through with the right timing. So it, we'll, we'll be all right with it. We'll be all right. But you guys will jump in more stuff. Yeah, I was talking yeah. to you both about it. There's there's things that are cooking, so I'll keep you posted. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I had fun. I had fun. I would definitely do something like that again. Yeah, sure. I, I would do it. It's 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 intimidating as shit. It's something I don't know anything about. Never done it. No experience in it. But I like challenging myself. This guy, I hate giving this guy compliments because he's <laughs> such a fucking absolute douchebag and he never has anything good to say about me. But he did yeah. stand up comedy, and that yeah. is terrifying to me. Yeah, and he is even keel with me he has no experience in it you know what i mean he's total novice at it and he did it and i was like god damn if he can do that fuck it i'll give shit a try you know you know that's that's stand-up comedy is uh to me that's a whole level past acting especially you know like you you can do a second take i've messed up one line you're like oh no big deal we'll do another one i was like oh really yeah i was less nervous when she said that you know what i mean so so, um, but with stand up, you, you, there's no retakes. You're you bomb in front of a crowd, and they're gonna let you know. Oh you yeah, know what I mean, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, what's is crazy. I tell I tell comedians, my first set was a five minute set in front of 250 people. That's that's wow. unheard of for comedians, but it was an MMA crowd. Everyone was very everyone knew who I was. So they were a little gracious. So it wasn't you know people were being respectful. No one was heckling me or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, was it in Jersey? No, it was in Vegas. But but yeah. listen, Still, man, but I, I heard it. it was it was right. you could actually watch it. Um it was videoed. Uh I, I heard it. Listen, he's not gonna be the next, you know, Andrew Schultz, but he did really well. You know what I mean? He didn't bomb at all. I, it was, I wrote it was the, I wrote it. I mean I had help. I had help. Yeah. I had a couple of my buddies help and a comedian actually helped. But I it was my content. Cool. I memorized everything. You know I think mean? when yeah. you yeah. when but you, I rushed through it like that like would I do it again? People say, "Would you do it again?" I'm like, the only, "I don't know if I I would do it maybe one more time because like yeah. I think I could do better than I did last yeah, time." Yeah, but, yeah, I, yeah. but I don't know if I would be a comedian. Yeah, not, you know that's that's a, that's, that, a, dude, that's, that's a that's a tough that's a tough uh, tool to have yeah. or, or, or you know tough talent to have. I don't think I naturally have. A lot that. of people can be funny in front of their family at Thanksgiving, but you stand up in front of a crowd that's to turn a whole it on. different. Yeah. There's like this. It factor thing. What uh, C.T. Fletcher was talking about, yeah. right? Mm. With you, he was dead on, man. That yeah. intangible thing, like right, you know, right. it, it's, the, it's 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 sixth sense there. almost, right? Like a yeah. sixth sense, flow yeah. state. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to feel it. You got to know. Uh, for most actors, and I'll, I'll throw myself in the mix there. I mean, you if you let the industry or any business you go in dictate your 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 your, your sense of worth, you're fucked. Yeah. You gotta know you're worth something, right? right? It keeps you going, keeps you just keeps you going. And then, uh, you know, in my case, I had some opportunities, not as many as I fucking it's wanted. A, I, I hear you what know? you're saying, and you're right. You hear it from all these motivational speakers all the time, like you know, you're you're gonna be the next greatest thing. But there's a lot of people out there that 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 need to work a nine to five. You know yeah. what I mean? There are a the lot world, of people. Would you you said all that? Yeah, the world needs ditch diggers too. I feel like someone. What? My dad said it to yeah, me when yeah, I was a little yeah, kid. Yeah, the yeah, world needs ditch diggers too. Needs ditch diggers. Yeah. I say grave diggers. I think yeah. that sounds more. Yeah. I dug ominous. ditches. I know, you know what that's all yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's, it's a safe true, route. Man. But it's you know it's it's bro, no dishonor. Be, in be it. a no. UPS driver, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what that's, you should do. I know, dude. I, I wish know. I was. 170 sometimes. G's they make a yeah. year. My listen, I, I'm friend. I'm pretty close with with my my personal UPS driver that delivers me. My other friend Sam. You start dating him soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 he's got to build an addition on his house now. But anyway, they say, look, that sounds great. But that doesn't take into account for all the overtime you're working. Yeah. There's a tremendous amount of overtime. Wait, wait, wait. All so, the holidays. Okay. You're wait, working. Wait. You're not with your family but on wait, Christmas. But wait. So the 170 <sighs> is... It's not your base. No, that's not your base. It's saying what you could make what if you, you work could your ass off. You right, right. Which but, it's pretty much you it's pretty much mandatory. You have to. You can't just say at Christmas, no, but, I'm going to But away I also with heard this, like uh, uh, UPS or FedEx drivers, they get their route at the beginning of the day and that's it. You bang that route out, you're done. True, but yes. they yes, but 
it's kind of like my work. That's basically how my work works too. They give you a route. That's, but, why, that's why this guy's hanging out all but day. They, but they, but they, tra- <laughs> they track you, so you don't want to get it done too early. Oh yeah, yeah I could yeah. probably do because I've been there twenty five years. I'm a union guy. You know what I yeah. mean? I could probably bang it out before noon every day. Yeah, it's just gonna give me more shit. Yeah. So pace yourself. You don't want to kill yourself. It's the fucking American way, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, it's you're. Listen, it's if. And I'm not talking shit, but if you came and tried to do what I do and did what I, I did, get there. You, I it would there. take you 12 hours to do what I did today. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I yeah. could do it in seven. You know what I mean? Right, and right, have right, an hour right. to. Dang, because I've done it so long. I, know, I like you know to try. I, mean? I like to give. I like. Yeah, I like to see. Everything is a challenge. I like to see. Everything is a challenge. This dude. I think we're going to be racing each other soon. <laughs> yes, dude. I yes. told you. A foot race? No. Well, <laughs> let's not get carried That's away. Here. It's like a locomotive taking on a fucking <laughs> Ferrari. You know what I mean? But now, um, we're going to race in the um, what do you call stock cars? I guess right. It's it's yeah. It's no stock shit. cars at, at Wall Stadium. Yeah, um, really? But yeah, I have a friend. We both have friends that own cars. Nicotone. Yeah, Nicotone. Yeah. And my friend Jimmy Blue. Uh, Dude, Blewett. I know Jimmy. Yeah, I Jimmy's grew up a with legend, Jimmy. Bro. Yeah. He's a legend. Dude, I grew up with Jimmy. Did man. you really? Fuck yeah. He faced him. He was already doing it, and I was like, "That's cool, bro. Like, to take the opportunity." You know what I mean? I guess it's like a spectator race type thing or whatever. And then I was <laughs> sitting home like a week ago, and Jimmy FaceTimes me. He's with Nick. I think they had a couple drinks, and he's yeah. like, "Bro, you're racing, Frankie. You're taking my car." I'm like, "Bro, you, he's gonna put me in the wall, and you're gonna uh, have yeah, no car." Uh, yeah, that's exactly I'm, what I said. I'm gonna put him right back in the wall, though. So. Tell Jimmy I said what's up, man. I, I will. Seen him yeah, that's funny. He's a good dude. Yeah. yeah, he's a big dude too, right? He is. A, a he's big, loved and hated because no, no, he wins. A, but he's a big guy. Oh, he's right? a big guy. Yeah, that's what I was guy. saying. I was like, "Oh, Ro-. that's what I was yeah. telling Nick. I was messing around. I'm like, oh, Rogers about a hundred pounds more than me. I'm gonna fucking crush him." Bro, Jimmy's a big dude. He wins all the time. He wins all the time. Yeah, for years. That's his home. Track and he years, kills man. it over there. Yeah. So you how know, fast? Like top speed? What are you guys gonna be doing? I don't know. I don't top. Know, I wouldn't get. I would guess maybe. I'm getting. No, I was gonna say a hundred. I don't I think, know. Yeah. yeah. You got well, a it's a circle track, track, right? Yeah, yeah. I just did that New New Jersey Motorsports Park, though. You did it what in, in uh, Millville? Yeah. yeah, dude, did one fifty three on the straight there. Yeah. Crazy. And it's it's the acceleration isn't hard. I mean, cornering, right? You got to You got to know what you're doing. They kind of lay it out for you. You just basically go right at a cone, yeah, and then you break hard before you get the cone, and then accelerate. There's a there's a method to it. They give you a couple, you know, go rounds, but the the thing I was really trying to push is top speed on the on the on straight the straight. Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the instructor got 150, and I was like determined. I was like, I'm gonna beat 150. I got a, I got the Ferrari to 153, but which is no problem. It'll easily do it. Easy. Wow. It's stopping before you get to the hard right oh, turn. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. You know, wow. it's like you got to just jump that's what on it is, the right? brakes. At the end of that, I believe it's a hard right. And if you if you don't get it slowed yeah. down yeah. enough, you're going straight over that hill. Wow, yeah. dude. Wow. So the speed is not a problem. Easy to get there because they have all the power in the world. Yeah. It's the stopping that's the issue, you know. So wow. you're not actually stopping. You're just getting slowed enough to where it will make the corner. Right. Because if you don't slow enough, you're gonna just you know you're not gonna go straight off. You're gonna slide off. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. So, yeah. Fun stuff, man. Uh, fuck it. I, I I seen a Hollywood studio. I don't know which Hollywood studio, and a college in Atlanta are bringing back the masks. Oh my god. Really? Yes. For not for COVID, for COVID, the new strain, which is bullshit. Uh, I don't know if you wanted to get into politics or not, Kev, no, but we not are. Politics. Well, look. This ain't politics. This is pathogens. Yeah. We're talking pathogens. <laughs> We're not talking politics. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Listen, I, I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's certainly you see it everywhere, but like you said upstairs, 
it's really talked about just by the one side. The other side's yeah. kind of ignoring it. Right, so, so I wonder. We'll I, see I what happens. I don't trust nothing. I don't trust no sides anymore. I was there, um, there are no zombie. sides anymore. There yeah. are no sides. Did you guys have to get the booster back when that shit was going on? Or did you get that? The, the shot? The yeah. Fuck? I got nothing. Who the fuck? I'm a pure blood for life. <laughs> I was forced to get it. Uh, or I, they said I couldn't work and I couldn't set a foot on set. Wow, step man, foot on anyway. set. So now what would happen? Which I didn't want to, but I'm like, what before, happens to these yeah. people that were, for, well, you know, there's, there's a couple things we could talk about here. The, the, the United pilots, right? Like 400 and something of them, or maybe more, maybe it was like 4,000, I forget. Let go. They, they were all brought back, right? They didn't get it. They refused. They were terminated and they brought them all back after. What if you were one that was forced to, you got it. <laughs> and you're one of these guys that gets myocarditis and drops dead. Can your family sue? No, no. they can't. How crazy is that? That's wild, man. I didn't want to get it. And that was two years ago, so that was three years after I you got finished the two? chemo. You got the, the two? Yeah, I did. I had to get two. Yeah. See, plus the chemo, that's crazy. Yeah, even mm. with that, you know? I was like, really? I got to fucking do this shit. I got to put this in my body. It's just now. so much. Listen, I respect everybody. My what? dad My dad is the most hardcore patriot conservative dude you'll ever meet in your life. And he got it. And I'm not I'm not convinced that it was a bad idea for him because he's older. You know yeah. what I mean? He's Me seventy. Joe so Rogan? He's had. He's huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he does say that. Um, but he uh, he he's got comorbidities, right? He had a quadruple bypass, um, but he regrets it. He regrets getting it. Yeah, yeah. So now, yeah. do you think they could try to make you get it again? Another one? I will not. Yeah, I will not. That's what it's going to take. I'll gonna just make take. my own. Fuck them. You know, I, I don't have time. For Only that fans. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah only fans. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Oh, I want to bring that story up to you. Let's hear it. All right, the, the, I I think this happened. Kev's like fuck politics. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll sit in. No, no, it's fine. Um, but before I forget, I just want to throw this out there. So, you graduated in '99, right? 2000. 2000. I graduated graduated '97. Uh. So me and the, the, my buddies from Howell, we were, we were a fairly rowdy bunch back in the day, and we got to a lot of stuff. I say half in Seaside, half in Belmar, right? So in Seaside, my one buddy lived in Seaside, so we were down there a lot. After graduating high school, I'd say for another like three, four years, that was like our thing. So we used to go to the Bamboo. Dude, I spent like two New Years at the Bamboo when it was like dead, like ghost town in the winter, you know what I mean? We were just always there. There was a time... I'm pretty sure it was the summer that I remember. I re I have this story in my head. I never put two and two together. We were outside, and uh, there was a there was a dude. I must have been 24. There was a dude that looked like you, and you were the bunch of du bunch of guys, and uh, you guys yeah, were pretty rowdy was, too. That was him. Bunch of dudes. Were they, all, were they all wearing chaps, assless chaps. That was him. Were they riding ponies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And we, we, we were actually, we were, I think it was you, Frank. I think we were actually like chatted up, just like smoking and joking. I was smoking anyway. And there was someone there that you wanted to fight. Yeah, that's Frankie, 100%. That's and Frankie. I don't know. Now, we used to do this all the time. You tell me if you guys used to do this. Did you have, like, if you guys wanted to start a fight, did you guys push each other into people? Oh, yeah. That was you, motherfucker. Look. It's one of these. So ones. you were like, I know it was you. We were, we were actually talking. This is years ago. We're outside. And you're like, yo, push me in this dude over here. <laughs> and I was like, what? You're like, push me in this guy. Like, launch me into him. I was like, why? And he's like, you're like just do it. Just do it. And I'm like, all right. So <laughs> at one point, I just fucking, I pushed you. Like, I launched you. I pushed you from behind into this dude. 
and you just like mashed into him, man. Went flying, and the dude went flying. And from there, obviously, it was the perfect way to pick a fight. And you just started swinging haymakers at him, and this whole fucking brawl just started going on. I jumped in, my friends jumped in. It just big thing right outside the front of Bamboo. I'm I'm pretty sure it was you. I'm pretty I mean, sure. I've been in quite a few at Bamboo, so yeah. good chance it could have been. I have a feeling, but you guys used to do that. Right? Oh, yeah. It's just a thing. Because yeah. that was thing. our thing, too. Yeah. We always I feel like, like every guy does that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just an easy way to say it wasn't me. Oh, yeah. yeah. wasn't me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, now yeah, I got to fuck you up, but it wasn't me. Or get them to swing <laughs> first, and then it's on, yeah. you know? You know where I right. got my first jersey? I'm sure friends did that to me and me, and I'm sure, but in Jersey, was it your fight in Boston against BJ Penn? I was with, I don't want to say, well, say first names, Tommy, Kurt, T. all those guys, yeah. right? And there was a dude that walked down the steps and was like, he wasn't like actually in an assigned seat, but he was like hanging over the banister. Biggest BJ Penn fan you've ever met in your life. You know Kurt and Tommy and Bulldog and all those guys. Bro, they launched me. Without, <laughs> but they never told me they were going to do it. And launched me into this dude. And I just mowed him. He just like fell over because I'm a big dude. And they just, sh- Tommy did it. Oh, fucking God. absolutely fucking just shoved me. I didn't know. But I hated the guy, so it was okay by me because we just mowed him over. But <laughs> it's the crazy part about that is him and BJ are like fucking super close. So yeah. there's no hate between the guys kicking the shit out of each other. But... Between me and right, the, right. between us and the BJ fans, there was a lot of beef. Oh man, that's, that's funny. funny man. I, I had some good ones. I, I wonder if that was the one I ended up getting into a fight afterwards too. The one I'm talking about. Yeah, because I remember I got into a fight in, in, in Bamboo. We got kicked out. Yeah, and then I want like I was mad because I didn't I, I didn't get to get after the guys. Yeah, yeah. You ever go to jail, Seaside Jail? No, I, I got arrested once. Never, they didn't put me in the, in the bing, no. though. I went. Twi- I got handcuffed to the wall twice. Yeah, yeah no, they didn't even handcuff me. Really? <laughs> they let me chill <laughs> in the middle. Because you're a legend? No, this is before. This is before. <laughs> I, was, I was a wrestler at the time. That's yeah. why I'm, they must have known yeah, something because yeah. you're just a punk. Yeah. But the one time I'm out there and, and me and Renee, I guess Renee, I think Renee got yoked up by the bouncers because she was, you know, because uh, I was getting thrown out. So she jumped on sure, him. And sure. I didn't know that. I'm just like looking for the guy that got in the fight with. And Renee's yelling, oh my God, my God. And I'm like, what? You know, so we're arguing on our way back to the car. It's kind of just me and her. And she's crying, you know, whatever, stupid stuff. We're fighting. Yeah. And some dudes run up on me and they're like, whoa, what are you beating on your girl? What are you beating on your girl? I'm like, bro, find your business. Yeah. And then my boys ran up and then the cops, it's funny, cops actually came and seen it all kind of go down. So my, my, this is my line. I was like, sir, I just want to go home. I just want to go home. That was always my line. I just want to go home, sir. And he's like, all right, get out of here, guys. And I paid attention to see where these guys drove off. So oh, yeah. I told my buddy, like, drive that way. I seen these guys getting out of the car, and I got out. I'm like, who's the tough guy now? <laughs> oh, fucking whoop these dudes, bro. <laughs> Seaside, yeah. man. You get away with everything down there back in the day. Yeah. My People that God. aren't from this area don't understand, you know. I mean, I grew up in Maine scrapping, but there wasn't, like, a designated place. It just happened wherever. And it was you all fair. It? it was so, always fair. Okay, you guys, yeah. you go. Now I'll go. <laughs> in fucking Jersey, like, as soon as the guy turns in him. <laughs> no, I will right. say down, you growing up, I mean, maybe shit's different. It was a lot of one-on-one and just a crowd standing around watching. You come down here, bro, it's fucking all-out melees. Yeah, it's mayhem. It's mayhem. Did you guys go to Excess and Temps? Oh, yeah. Teen Night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Teen Night Surf Club. Teen Night was... Oh, yeah, Surf Club, yeah. sure. Yeah, that was mayhem. Best oh, clubs mayhem, ever dude. in Seaside. Best Fun. clubs ever anywhere, I think. Fun stuff. That I've ever been to. Jeez. That's nuts, man. I think when I was... I stopped that shit when I was 27 or 28. Mm. Cold. I got sued. I got sued bad, and I was like, that's it. Yeah. Done. Yeah, that's Wipe usually. Getting into UFC helped me. As soon as I got to UFC, yeah, I'm like, sure, God. man. 
can't I can't. Even like when I started fighting, I like shut. I mean, I've gotten a couple fights, but I was trying to avoid it. Yeah, you know? that's got to be hard, man. People fucking ask for it every now and then. No, not the honestly, hard shoulder punch honestly, no. walking by. You know, never. That? I've never. Wow. Since I've been in in the UFC, I've never been a point where I like I'm gonna have to hit this dude. Wow. You ever that's you ever hear any of those myths? Like I remember, I remember not so much about you, Frankie, but even before you, like. Boxers, UFC fighters, or whatever, they can't fight because their hands are registered weapons. I used to hear that when I was a kid. That's no, not this, fucking true, right? It is. Yeah. No, it's true. Is I'm licensed. Well, I'm not licensed anymore because I'm. So the I'm law not, would look at you differently. Basically, is all they it could. Means, right? They could. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even today, but honestly, a wrestler. They're not a wrestler. Registered weapons. No. Well, no, no. The, you used to hear say, that no, as a kid. Say, though. No, they are. You're too. licensed to fight. Your right. Hand, your hands are licensed. No, I'm licensed to fight. Right. You right. have to get a license. Yeah, but that's not. Trains every day of his life. I know what you're saying, and something got lost clearly in the in the uh, translation. Translation, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. when I was a kid, it used to be they're not allowed. <laughs> no, to I heard that shit yeah, too. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? yeah. But I know a guy who's like a world class wrestler. I, mean, I don't know him, but I know a, 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 a coach told me this because he was like, you know, be careful whenever you get in fights." He was a, f- a world, like probably on the world team. Fucking picked this dude up, belly to backed him, threw on a landed a guy landed on his head. Uh. Was fucked up and he went to jail for a long yeah, time. Yep, That's yep. scary, man. Yeah. Yep. It's 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 scary. I mean, I don't know. Listen, I just feel like yo, you, I learned to finally take care of myself, and then I take I defend myself, and now I'm going to jail. Right. How does that make well, sense? Well, I, I think often what happens. It was a case down at that diner in Forked River. What maybe. During COVID, I remember yeah, during COVID, yeah, got shot though, no? where you 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 punch a guy, you knock him out on his feet, oh, and that, that yeah. and it, and they'll recover fine from that, right? Like like dudes fight each other, you get knocked out. It's the fall yeah, when yeah, you right. fall when you That's smack your Is head. That what happened? Yeah, the guy yeah, died. Yeah, yeah. Oh and shit! And the guy that punched him, who just one shotted him, and like I think they were actually, it wasn't like a sucker punch. I believe the story goes they were having an argument. The guy fucking cracked the dude. He went down. Two older dudes too. They were like mm-hmm. late fifties, but the one dude, the dude that did the cracking, was built like he had no neck. He was built like a fucking football. Yeah. And the other guy that fell hit his head on the way down. And he died. And the, the guy that hit him, obviously, what did he get manslaughter? I don't remember. I believe yeah. probably originally charged with manslaughter. It was probably down plea, but yeah. Wow. <laughs> but that's crazy. I mean, you you know, it wasn't his intent to kill the guy. Obviously, right. right. But well, you guys carry, right? right. Uh, you guys have license and you carry firearms? Uh, yeah. Well, he has concealed carry. I got concealed still carry. working online. I think my brother does, too. My dad my dad shoots, too. Mm. But if someone breaks into your house... So Jersey's a tough state. No, man. I don't think that's true, bro. It's, listen, it's it's, like so how you articulate it, really. <laughs> that's really how, yeah, what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, Let's if someone breaks it, in your house... They're dying. If they break into my house, right? especially mm-hmm. if my kids are there, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'll go to but jail. But that's what scares they're me, They're fucking though. dying. Be honest, There's dude. people out there like, well, they they just needed food or they just needed something more than you. Well, they picked the wrong fucking house. They're yeah, dying. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I should worry about shooting a gun in this house, in the household. Don't you? Say that again? Shooting a gun in your in your own household. What about it? Shooting a gun in your household when there's other people in the house. Oh, sure, but I mean, you you, you have to you know have some concept of where. Yeah, people yeah, are. no, for sure. You can't just but go I mean, shooting like, willy nilly. We live pretty close to people. Sure, That's, don't you that, worry that, about that too. Of course, it's not yeah. what I'm thinking. If you're putting your, I know, shots no, I get it. Where man. they're intended to go in center mass, they're probably not traveling I, much. Bro, faster. I don't know, man. It's tough that's to a, shoot somebody. You that's know the that. least of my worries. Yeah, I guess you worry about that afterwards, maybe. But if but, someone's, do you yeah. see the video? I'll send it to you. There's a new one where a guy's knocking on the door, pretending to be some, 
you know, some utility worker, and then he just and, the and he's got a buddy hiding, yeah, kicking, and the they door. both start kicking, it, and yeah. the guy just starts shooting through the door. I don't think I would do that. No, I would let dude, them. It was, it was shooting right into the other neighbor's oh, right. house. I wouldn't do that, yeah. and I don't think that person got charged because I don't think anybody died, including the people that were intending to probably rob him, but maybe right. kill him. Yeah. Um. But I certainly once they breach my, yeah. I don't know what their intention is. I'm going to assume, especially if my kids are there, that it's some ill will towards me. You know what I mean, or yeah. my children, and they're I'm 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 they're they're not leaving there. Yeah, you know what I mean. I get it. Their spirit is. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. You know, it's unfortunate we live in Jersey because you'd probably have one hell of a lawsuit on your hands. The best thing you could do is not say anything, get a lawyer. But if you lived in Texas, you know that's a that's a stand your ground state. You know what no, I mean? No, I I still think the whole uh, what do they call that? Um, something castle. Um, oh yeah, the castle domain or whatever. Yeah. You have to retreat. To I don't the... think it's true in Jersey. Well, that's how it was explained to me. How, what do you think it is? No, like motherfucker, I'm gonna take care of what I gotta take care of. That's articulation. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. to feel like your life is in jeopardy or in danger. Oh, but I mean, like the guy came, like it's the yep, guy but... came into your domicile. I don't think with any kid sleeping, yeah. any... dude. That's God. enough. Here's what I'm saying. Right? I don't believe that any jury would find you guilty. I don't believe so. However, there'd be a hefty legal process to get there. Where in Texas. Probably not. You probably wouldn't even get charged. Yeah. And there's other states. I don't know all the stand your ground states, but there are. I mean, look, if, you know, if it, God forbid. How about you happens. as a dad? You've got a little girl, beautiful little girl. Scares the shit. Someone out of me. kicks yeah. your, and you're more towards, uh, you know, a metropolitan area than we I are. Am. I would say. And it freaks me out. Let's say someone kicks your door down. Yeah. I mean, if I don't know, you don't have to answer this, but let's say you do own a firearm. Are you gonna wait and say, "Hey, bud, what can I get you? A fucking sandwich, or you know?" No. Uh, hmm. I don't own a firearm. Okay. Um, I have a lot of weapons stashed and around Just almost each room. <laughs> but um, no, it, free- it be honest with you, it freaks me out. I yeah. haven't fired a weapon since I was in Baghdad, mm-hmm. and I know what it feels like to point at someone. Sure, and, and yeah, not a good feeling. I'm no. sure I haven't done that, and I can't imagine what that feels like. I in no way want to end anybody's life. Good guy, bad guy, nothing. Just don't put my family in jeopardy. Right, You're I fine. agree, and I feel like um. I'm not the right. I, to be honest, I just feel like I'm not the right guy to have a gun. Because uh, I give me I, some context uh, on that. I'm so curious. I'm not the right. I'm not the right guy to own a gun because of what you've. It's not hard for me. See, oh, okay. I've done it a lot because you were in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you can figure. Look at it. Look at it like a cop's career, right? Yeah. I was talking to a, an old uh, battle buddy of mine who was actually, in, you know, uh, in a couple tours. Uh, uh, in a, an average police officer's career. Take an inner city cop, yeah. right? How many times do they have to pull their weapon? Not a lot. Point it at someone. Not a lot. So you actually see a human being right there. Take it off. Maybe in the safe. city. Yeah. Chicago, probably. Like there's steps, yeah. yeah. And then actually put your finger and shoot to, you know, shoot to yeah. kill. Um, not getting too much into stuff. It, it's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not hard for me to do that. Yeah. It's like punching someone in the face a few times. After you do it, it's, not, it's really not that big of a deal anymore. So I'm not the right guy to have a gun because... Um, if if someone came into my house or whatever it was, or if someone came to my house, or someone was on my front lawn, yeah, the extremes are not hard for me to go to, and I don't. I personally wouldn't want to go there, but I, of course I want to protect sure. mm. my family at any cost. Mm. But um, where I live, it's uh, the houses are really close, man, mm. and I know those bullets fly. I've seen them go through yep. things, and it, it's true, like we were saying before. Mm-hmm. Like un- unless you're in those situations, man, where someone's like. You know, you got you to gotta do that. Like, you're 
I've been in those situations so many fucking times in a very condensed period of time. Um, I've had so much experience in that situation. Mm. Way more than a police officer, if you think about it. Way yeah. more. Right, yeah. And it's still, you're still like this. Yeah. For for someone who, like, my, I've talked to my brother and my dad about this a lot, because I was not raised with weapons. I think you were, right? Yeah, you of course. Fine. We were not. Always strictly for the purpose of hunting. Well, sure. Not Never was I ever, did I ever, growing up, wasn't until I came to Jersey that I'd be like, oh my God, maybe maybe some crazy shit would happen where I'd have to actually defend yeah. my home or my family. Yeah. Never thought like that growing up. It was always, you know, these are hunting rifles and target practice and things like that. Never oh, yeah, had yeah. that mindset growing up whatsoever. Huh. You know? Yeah, I talked to my dad about um, it a lot. And they... Switching gears a little bit, do you have a different perspective on war now and serving and 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 you know what that means i mean now that you're older and a little more obviously a lot more educated and you see do you have a different perspective on well, let's call it politicians wars yeah you do but like i was saying you know another dude that i was with you know you know committed suicide and, and uh, uh it's just it's yeah you don't want to like. I don't want to get too heavy here, and I also don't want to go there too much, man, because sure. then that other fucking side of me comes out. And yeah, it, understood. But um, I have to think it was for something. Of course. Even though I know yeah. there there's things there that don't add up. Mm -hmm. But you know, my boy Duffy, this one, that one, you know. Mm -hmm. Dolts to Mateo Carvel, like I saw these guys pass away, yeah. and and they're good dudes, and I knew them. I knew Duffy since I was nineteen. He's partied with him in Bricktown. He's a great guy, a friend of mine, and we went to war together. And you know, he 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 died, and uh, I was right there, mm. and it was like, you know, to 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 get these hard facts since I've come home. Actually, what I've what I've done is voluntarily avoided it. Mm. I actually don't want to fucking know. Yeah. Um, because Suppressed. I have to, yeah, I just have to think that it was there for a good reason. Yeah. I'm proud of what I did. I'm proud to sure. serve, you yeah. know? In no way but, was I sort of trying to tarnish that in any way. No, I'm just no, saying I know, man. perspective is everything, right? Hey, man, I love that. As we get older. Right yeah. There. That's like, Jesse, who's got a similar story to you, as you know. Yeah. He's got like, what, what, five, six guys tattooed on his back that were oh, his yeah. buddies that he, that he yeah. lost over there. He saw a lot, man. He's fully disabled vet. He's got TBI and the, but. Doesn't talk about it often, you yeah. know what I mean? I think he used to talk about it more than he does now, and uh, I think he deals in ways that he has to, and for a while he was medicating himself, and that wasn't the answer, obviously, and now he's 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 very uh, very spiritual now, and yeah. I think that helps him in many ways with That's a lot good. of things, you know, and he finds his uh, his adrenaline junkie side through skydiving. Yeah, which, I know, noticed that, man. Yeah. I, uh, I actually dove into this business, what I do. Mm. Yeah. That was my He found thing. something. Yeah. Right? I had to. There's just too much just to, just to sit you, there and. When you came me. in, you said, "Is that a K bar?" That is. That was uh, our friend Rory, who was one of our early Hamill. guests. Rory Hamill. Good, good job on the last name, buddy. <laughs> Rory Hamill, who was one of our early guests on here, great guy. Yeah. Um, he brought a K bar knife in for us, yeah. and shortly thereafter, I would say within a year. Uh, and I, I mean, we have Frankie and I have our own theories on why we think it had a lot to do with not being able to get out and socialize and things like that mm. because of covid but he took his own he life, took his own very, life. Very, ah, sad, very sad and and, and <sighs> what's crazy is he was on, on the couch talking about how he put a gun in his mouth and that now he's you know he's gone past it and this and that and it wasn't it wasn't much long after damn yeah, but it's it's that was part of his 
his healing. Remember yeah, he was yeah. saying, talking talk, about what are you doing it. now, Rory? He was doing a lot of, you know, talking to outreach, schools and outreach, outreach, stuff, outreach stuff, talking going, to police. Yeah. And then and, COVID uh, happened and he wasn't allowed to go wasn't nowhere. allowed to do that. And we, I mean, that's our own personal theory. We don't know that that to be true, but well, I mean, it was a father, you know, and three um, kids, dude. Yeah. 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 There's weird things that, um, <sighs> mm. now, now, now uh, how long after did you meet your wife after, after serving? Met her in L.A., right? Or no? Met her in L.A. Yeah. I got out in uh, the beginning of t- 2005. I met Amanda when I was in L.A. in 2012. Wow, wow. Okay, so. Yeah, so time had passed. Yeah. It's, uh, man, it's like, it's like, it's, you know what it's like? It's literally like a whole other hidden side of you. It's literally like here's Kevin Internato right here, right? Mm. But there's like a whole other Kevin I see right you there battling internally. Talking yeah, about because this. there's it. it's it's like hard to just like drop a seed yep. because there's so much behind it, sure. you know. Sure, that we'll never know. You could tell it. But yeah, we weren't. We weren't you'd, you know, you'd have to be there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I I, I uh, I'm proud of it, and I, and I know that the fellas I serve with are proud too. And there's a side of me that just wishes it never fucking happened. Mm. I just and I don't want to I don't want to start going too much in it, but I just really wish it never fucking happened because mm-hmm. it just went yeah. and just totally threw me this way. And then it's like this battle to come back, but you're not coming back to the same guy, right? You know, right? And till to this day, it's been twenty, uh, almost twenty years, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty fucking years. Wow. And I just started talking to a psychologist six months ago. Wow. About about. Kind of all the shit you dealt with. Yeah, and uh, I didn't realize how much I forgot because of the, um, he's explaining things to me. I thought I was dealing with it, but it turns out I was just kind of more using it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I'm using it in a, uh, in, in a positive in a way, way yeah. you know, to get it out. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's just, uh, I didn't realize this, how, how deep the well went. And uh, uh, there was a lot of, um, it's almost like, I'd never been in a car accident before, knock on wood, you know? Mm. I know people that have never? been in pretty crazy wow. car accidents, and they mm-hmm. remember it for the rest of their life, mm-hmm. right? Over there, you're in the craziest, car accident. craziest fucking situations on a Tuesday, and then it happens again Thursday, mm-hmm. and then it happens again Sunday, and then it happens again Monday, and it happens mm-hmm. again, and it happens again. So what happens is you start forgetting. You start blocking out. Mm-hmm. So when I'm talking to this fellow who's been great. What's that? Part of surviving. Yes, it yeah. is. And, uh, you know, as an actor, I always took pride in kind of knowing myself pretty good. It's really just, you know, uh, you know, uh, understanding yourself and using yourself to to play certain roles and whatnot. But I never went there. I just didn't go there. I, at least I didn't think I did. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that he's got me talking about. And one thing leads to another. And I'm like, oh, God, I remember this happened. I remember this happened. I remember this. And yeah. what a well. I just... Do, I just do, forgot. Do you think it's uh, beneficial you talking about it? It's not fun. Um, maybe in the long run it is, mm-hmm. but for the for the moment, uh, it's been a pretty pretty tumultuous time because you got to go talk to somebody and then. Shake it off, get back in the car, deal with traffic, go home and see your three-year-old. It's incredibly tough. For, you know, I, I was never in any 
anything that traumatic, so I, I, I'm not speaking from experience, but I have seen a therapist. That's a complete stranger, and you're so opening up to that yeah. person. Why? Because they have a plaque on the wall? It's so, <laughs> such a foreign thing to me. It took me a while to get a rapport, yeah. and, and I can't imagine in a position where somebody has actually been through some serious trauma. You know what I mean? I was uh, nervous, I mean, too. Yeah. I, want, I, I can't equate. I mean, I, I guess I've my parents got divorced and maybe spoke someone, you know? Mm. Um, Your parents are divorced? They were, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, when I was a kid. My stepfather's one that was a plumbing company. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Big Frank. Big Frank. Yeah. So like, uh, oh, where was I going with this? But like, you know, I, I, trauma. I, talking about trauma. Yeah, trauma. Talking about trauma. Yeah. Well, not um, not trusting the probably your. I, I'm guessing. I don't know your situation, but were you sent to see one as a young child? As a young oh, kid, you were. Yeah, and yeah, they're injected yeah. into that, and it's not yeah. your choice, and you have to yeah. build this talk about rapport it. and yeah, trust yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that where you were going? I'm just. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, but again. Speaking about Show it, me on the makes, it makes it easier, all right? I would, I would imagine. I, Not always, I, I don't I think. think. Or, I, I, or it brings up bad yeah. emotions. There are but some then people. Let you, but, let, but, the, but bringing up those bad emotions lets you address them now, right? I guess. Yeah, I found that I was... Uh, um, when, I, when, I, when the shit was coming out, because I haven't... Not only have I not talked about these things, I haven't thought of it. Mm-hmm. I literally haven't thought of it. Like, I'd say Please something. Suppress it, yeah. Yeah, and it led to this, and I'm like, oh, my God. Then there's this one time when I was here, and then this guy popped off, and I popped, and we grabbed him up, and there's his guts around. Like, all this crazy shit. So what happened was, uh, to a point, you know, yeah, you're in, like, this room with someone that you don't know. Mm-hmm. That was kind of liberating, because I'm like, I won't be judged. Yeah. But I started saying things that I felt like I was going to be incriminated. Uh, Bad. Uh, incriminated for stuff that you went through. I mean, if you if you think about it, man, it's stuff like... stuff that uh, again. I don't. I I'm trying just to figure out what you mean. Stuff that you, as a civilian over here, you could never do, but over there, it was sort yeah, of survival. the life. And you're 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 incriminated. I'm assuming you mean like you can't. You if you did this in your civilian life here, it would never. You couldn't talk about it because it'd be illegal, right? Is that what you mean? I'm I'm yeah. trying to follow you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think any well, no normal person will blame you for being a savage in war times. Mm. How, how could anybody do that? I'm alive. You know My what I mean? Yeah. are alive. You yeah. know, so it's just circumstantial. You know what I mean? Yeah. If someone punches you in the face, you punch him back. Someone yeah. pushes you, push him back. Someone fires at you. you I mean, dude, you're you're, you're, and, you're trying to survive. You're trying to get home to your, to your family at right that, at that moment, right? But yeah. there's a point over there, and uh, it, it's funny because in my squad, I had a squad of ten dudes. There was, um, everyone has their own experience. Everyone has like their own personal experience within that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a one guy in my squad who never even fired his weapon once. Mm-hmm. It's just like timing. Yeah. And, I was, and, and it wasn't, he wasn't, uh, no, not that. No, I, he's, he's a great just, dude. He's a cop in Bloomfield. Just didn't happen. Didn't wow. have him in his sights, you know, just wasn't in the rear vehicle. He was wow. in the front. Wow. Wasn't on that side of the, thanks buddy. Wasn't on that side of the, um. You know, when we were on top of the Iraqi police station defending it, he wasn't on that side where we were getting hit. Yeah. Me, I was getting ammo every week, you know. I was shooting, you know, I had a, eight, I had a 203, so I was a uh, M16 with a grenade launcher on the bottom. Yeah, there, twice I was shooting. You ever throw one of them grenade launchers? Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. We had that was, cows, my, no, that was my gun in, in uh, Call of Duty. There was a in there. Right? <laughs> we had a Mark 19, man. Mark 19 is a machine gun grenade launcher. Get out. Yeah. So that's like, thoop, 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 and then you just wait. And it's like, pop, 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 p
But yeah, I was shooting loom rounds at people because I ran out of grenades. I mean, it was just insane. Loom rounds? Loom, when you shoot them up in the air at nighttime uh, and it lights up the sky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shooting smoke. Yeah. We were pinned down. It was pretty heavy shit. And uh, I didn't realize how how heavy that tour was that I was in until speaking with this guy. Mm. And he's like, I've been doing this for like 15 years. He's like, this is easily up there mm. with some of the heaviest shit I've heard. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, when I was saying, like, you know, you feel like in, I might be incriminated or whatever. Because uh, it's it, there's nothing normal about it. Sure. There's nothing. There's just, it's hard to explain. But to come home from that. Something that you would only ever experience in the time of war. Man, without a doubt. humans aren't supposed to experience without that. Doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. I, uh, I got to be friendly with this with the gentleman named Derek Carver online um, on, through social media. Just common common interest i guess and um he's so sporadic and such a random dude at the time i think he was living in maryland maybe i forget where delaware i forget anyway um he hits me up he's like hey bro let's let's hang i was like well next weekend i'm driving up to maine he's like i'm in i'm going never met this dude before <laughs> i was a fan because he served he's uh amputee missing a leg and um it's funny, he told me guys that lose their leg below the knee, they call them paper cut dudes, and then guys that lose it above the knee because it's so much, you're so much more mobile if you lose it below. He's above. But anyway, he's got a crazy story with that. So he drove to Jersey, spent you know, a few hours together, jumped in a truck, my truck, and drove 10 hours to Maine, spent the weekend up there with this dude that I never met. Session, that was a risk, man. Set, he's gonna, Roger, I'd be like, whoa, Roger, dude. I'd have that gonna, nine right here. He's going to make some gay jokes. This is <laughs> only go-to is gay humor. But anyway, anyway. He was hoping he just was okay down below. He's a... He's a, he's <laughs> he didn't lose very, everything. He's he didn't a, lose everything Roger was concerned he's, with. He's, yeah, he's not Lieutenant Dan. He's a very, very interesting dude. And uh, I spent a lot of time talking to him. And he did not want to talk about his experience over there. You know what I mean? Really? I mean, how do you not ask a guy... Tell me the story about how you lost your leg. Of course, I asked in a roundabout way. I'm sure I didn't just say it bluntly like that. And he did tell me, but you know, he uh, he 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 didn't. He said, "Look, I don't. I haven't really told this story. You know what I mean?" And uh, just a very very interesting dude. But you can clearly see, you know, there's a lot of trauma there, and yeah. he's got some interesting ways to cope. And you know, he's a big he's a big shroom guy, and oh, yeah, you know yeah. he copes in his own ways. But say, he's coming on the podcast at some point. Cool. We've talked a thousand times, but he's living in Texas now, doing his own thing, doing really well. But extremely interesting guy. If you don't follow him on Instagram, definitely give this guy a follow. Okay, um, I went to Walter Reed with a bunch of followers oh, back mm -hmm. in uh, really, jeez, 2010, 11, 12, something like that. I can't remember dates anymore. But uh, yeah, that was heavy. Yeah, I was there. I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I was at Walter Reed. And um, I was there when I came back because um, I broke my leg. That's how I got out. That's how I got out of overseas. I, and it wasn't from all the times I had to jump off rooftops and do all this kind of shit. I broke my, my leg actually wrestling with a dude that was uh, on base with me, another battle buddy. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, because we weren't sleeping. There was, we were so wired. We were like... we. We couldn't sleep, you know. Forty-eight hours was nothing. Before you know, it was seventy-two hours. Like missions we were going on, we were just we had to stay awake, so we we couldn't sleep. Mm. Someone got a volleyball net, playing volleyball. Who broke his ankle? They made us stop that. Got basketball net. Someone broke his ankle. We started boxing. Who broke his jaw? I started wrestling. I break my leg. So they they're like giving us things to do, you know. It was like a freak thing. 
I was. They flew me to Germany. I thought. Uh, I thought I was going to Germany to get surgery, and I'd go right back. And I was shocked. They told me in Germany I was going home. I was like, I'm not going home. They're like, Yeah, you are. I was like, No, I'm not. And they they made me go back home. But uh, I went to Walter Reed, so I got my surgery there. And when I got there, they were not ready for the amount of injuries. Like, they just weren't ready for it. Mm. I mean, I saw dudes get blown up in Chow Hall. I saw a first sergeant get blown up right in front of me, taking a shit in a fucking portage on, leg flying out. I mean, it was just like nothing. There were so many injuries that the the military is not equipped to house them and take care right, of that. Right. Walter Reed was like, back in 04, end of 04, 05, was like overrun. Yeah. Like overrun. There were soldiers that could barely wipe themselves because Walter Reed was a hospital. I mean, a hotel, right? Not if a I remember. Hospital, hospital. Right, the hospital. But there was a. Ho- I'm sorry, there was hotels there I, that I they put so, us yeah. up in, yeah. and we had to be responsible for getting ourselves to the hospital. There was no like help. What? So picture a hotel with rows and rows and rows of rooms with fucked up soldiers from blast and this and that, titanium rods, like crawling and helping soldiers helping each other get to the elevators, go down, hobble across the street. Wow. Dude, it was mayhem. Like, like that became a strategy. I don't, I don't know where at what point in our history, but it became a strategy that maiming and injuring is actually more effective than killing. Right? Because, That's what the M sixteen is designed for. Yeah, you, 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 you actually t- not only well, not, because not now, only take that soldier out of the fight, but you tie up, take two people out, two people to carry him up, a medic, you know, like the That's whole nine it. yards. So you really the round of the M sixteen is meant to tumble once it enters your body. It's not to go three straight through. It's a two two three round or five. Yeah. The NATO round, I think, is a five five six. Five right? five six. Five, yeah. Five, five, six yeah. So you pop him. The, the round goes, and with that, when we were doing that... It's a very we, fast trajectory bullet, and it's not a very big Right, it's round, pretty thin. So it, Casing, yeah. yeah, I think it... I think it, it tumbles and crushes. Oh, really? I thought, yeah. I thought it went through very, very, very quickly, but no. 16, saying, no. No. Okay. No, it's, uh, it comes in, it crushes. People get, like, broken bones from it or something. It'll pop out somewhere else, like a nine. And um, we were instructed to, uh, you know... I mean, we're instructed, never happened, but you wait. So if you pop somebody... And they're laying in the street wherever it is. You just wait till their buddies come out to get them. Buddies come out Pop and then buddies, say goodnight. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. War is god awful. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't Long know. cry from us. Uh, I've never <laughs> served, but I, I <laughs> what definitely. What is it good for? Yeah. Absolutely not. Nothing. Nothing. Well, you know, <laughs> I tell you what, man. I think the military is a great life. The, the military as a whole. I, I take war out of it. I agree, but I think there's just just a, it, because it it's almost like it's almost like wrestling in college. It teaches you discipline, yeah. sacrifice, time management. Yep. Or obviously, your your life is on a line. <laughs> a lot different than college wrestling. If it but, happens, yeah. You know I mean? But you get paid. It yeah. promotes physical fitness, and it's like the, one of the only jobs, man. The better you want to do, they embrace it, and you can. Mm-hmm. You want to learn more? They'll send you to school. Mm. You you know what I mean? Like you could learn more. You could, there's there's so much room to grow in the military. Sure. I thought it was great. I chose to go guard because I wanted to. To live my life too, I was working with my dad, you know. But uh, yeah, I was in. My brother was a drill sergeant, and um, we loved it. Yeah, we loved it. Probably should have stayed in. I would have had a pension by now. <laughs> There's absolutely benefits to it, no question about it. But it's just that the, you know, as you get older and you educate yourself on things, and you know, you start seeing war become profitable for mm. for people. Then it becomes, yeah, then you, the then, you know, then you military the, industrial the value, complex. The value of human life is not valuable. For all humans, you know what I mean, and that's 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 scary. It's a it's a very scary world we live in now. Yeah. You know? When I was there, we we it was early, so 
we didn't have any surgeons back then. There was we didn't know what a surgeon was. There was uh there was radicals from each area. So we were in a ghetto in Baghdad called Seder City. So we were dealing with this army called the Mahdi Army. They're just a bunch of like a bunch rebels? of fucking maniacs, a bunch yeah. of rebels, yeah, that got together and banded together and was just going after us all the time. Um But you it's not like they wore uniforms. Like you couldn't tell right. who was who, what right. was what. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, it was a lot of like confusion and mayhem. And I'm yeah. sure Jesse could say it was just it was very confusing yeah. and maniacal, you know? It really was. But that's a whole other can of worms and a few beers and shit. <laughs> I can't when I came back, I uh I was really off and I got up with my buddies one night, you know, a little little while after. And uh I don't know how it came up, but I was just telling like something that happened over there i was like this happened and we ran out i was like oh it's crazy because bop 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 and then i got shot at and i popped him and i saw his fucking eyeball fly out and then this and that bop, bop, bop. i remember when i was done everyone's just like looking at me uh really weird you know because who can relate to that right Almost and i was thinking nobody, i was just yeah. telling a story about a fight yeah. like it was as, it was as easy as that yeah and i didn't understand like what i was talking about was so heavy heavy and mm-hmm. severe and 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 distant right. you know and that's when I literally that was the moment where I was like, yeah. I cut it off. Empathy is a funny thing, man. Even though they're the enemy, your mind's got to wonder, like, you know, that was that was a life. And what would they have done? What could they have done? But, uh, well, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I've never been. In that I would situation. look at it. I think the old better the, them than me. Right. The override. Yeah. The override would always be they, they, they would have taken my life. Right. Yeah. That's always got to be the override, I would think. Yeah. The tough part is is when you get to a certain point over there and you're kind of robotic and you make a decision a lot faster than you would have when you first were in your tour. Mm. And it may not even have gotten to the point where there was uh, a hostile, eminent danger and you just mm. took you just took initiative and took care of it before it happened. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a bad place to be. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a wild... It's a wild... Thing. Well, we got pretty morbid there and pretty raw. You guys, what do you want? <laughs> no, it's a bad pl- hey, hey, want to talk about abortion now? It's a bad place to be, but better than being in a box. But better than being a hundred percent. Yeah, but better than being a box, man. Yeah, yep. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, we got pretty heavy there, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. War <laughs> always does that. War talk. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Get it going. A few beers. Yeah. <laughs> Were you ever uh did you ever think about at all enlisting or um I remember I mean I was so driven towards wrestling. Yeah. And I knew that wasn't part of it. But I remember when nine eleven did happen. Same. I remember Kurt was kinda my buddy was in the he was in the National Guard. I'm like, oh out of where? Tom's River? Um, he's Tom's River guy. Kurt what? Wayner. W E H N E R? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. He's in for a little bit. Kurt the Flirt? You don't know Kurt the Flirt? He might Dig be with it. my brother. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, he's a character, but um, good friend of mine. Um, when he was in, I was like, oh, I can't let my dude go, you know? Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously it was, I had I wanted to win a national title. You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I remember a recruiter coming to my high school, and I knew him because he was an older student that had gone to my high school, and I... You know, he was like a cool kid, and he enlisted in the military, and then he came back, and he was part of the recruiting program. And I oh, had yeah. a moment where I was like, you know, but 
I was kind of just. I always, honestly, I, I always say two things. I, I like was to, I was done telling the story. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't know. You went. You went. You're a typical. I thought you were done. You know, okay, my bad. All right, all right. No worries. No worries, buddy. Don't worry. It's your no, show. I, I, it's your I, show. Don't, Go ahead. don't you always? I always think like the two things that like I say. I want. I want to know what it's like, but I don't really want to know what's like. I want to know what it's like to be in jail, to serve time in jail. Yeah. And also serve time in the military. Yeah. They're kind of similar in a way. Right, a little bit, a little bit. I, I think you your bravado gets tested very early in both of those situations, and there's yeah. a lot of dudes that talk the talk but can't walk the walk. Yeah. And you're gonna no, saying, you're gonna find out very quickly. Yeah, and, and, and especially and in jail. I'm probably. glad I guess I didn't have to take either of those routes. At least you get mean? basic training. But it would be cool go. if you could do like a virtual reality, like ah, oh, let me see it for a fucking couple. Speaking hours. Speaking of you know prison, I mean? isn't there shows like that shit when guys go undercover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty days stuff. in or yeah, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. But speaking of that, you guys hear about Larry Nasser? Who's that? The the gym. He, he was the doctor? Olympian yeah. um, doctor who touched and molested oh, literally, literally like hundreds of girls. The guy's an absolute fucker. disgrace. Yeah. Pig. How did that even he get? Just, how does it just, even get to hundred girls after just, fucking three? How does it get to one? I don't know. You know I, I, mean? I don't know. There was you know hundred, I mean? but no. it was a lot. No, no. You're, but I think you're right. Yeah, it was a lot. And um, I mean, a huge trial, right? But he yeah. just got unalived in prison, and there's a special oh, place for that where that guy went. Yeah, fuck that dude. Yep. Yeah, traumatized. That's that's like that's like that's crazy. Generations like, even like of listen, trauma. listen, these the, the scum of the earth have a place for the scum of the earth. There's a hierarchy. <laughs> yeah. Even in prison, yeah. there's a hierarchy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they're they're at the bottom of the barrel. And there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of fucking what do they call them? They call them like Skinners or something. There's a lot of them in prison. Yeah, yeah. Skinners. What was that? So, I, I forget. They got a nickname. Um, <laughs> no, it's not Skinners. What the fuck do they call them? Um, chomos. Chomos. What does that mean? Child molesters. Uh, uh, Child molesters, yeah. Uh, uh, chomos, man. They call you a chomo in prison. They don't last long, though. They never they last get, long. Dude, they never last those long. guys get tooled and schooled in prison, man, yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, right, he, just got, he just got taken out. Oh, you get, cool. yeah. Um, Yeah, prison, uh, that'd be interesting, man. That would, just, How yeah. do you think you do, Frankie? I mean, listen. And I, I know you're going to say, oh, I don't give a fuck, because you don't. I know you are. You're tough as nails. I'm a big dude, but no. you're not the biggest dude. You think you'd still fare well in prison? You think it's going to be all one? I have no, you think it's honest, all going to be one-on-one fights in there? I honestly don't know what it's like at all, yeah. to be honest. So to, to speculate, I wouldn't know. Um, the, the girls reminded you a few weeks ago, your feet don't even touch the floor. Oh, God. What they call you? <laughs> <laughs> it was great, bro. I was dying. I was screenshotting and sending. You know why? You know why? You know why? You know why they say that though? Because if you look at a, a screenshot of me and Roger, Roger engulfs the fucking couch. I, I you know, you can't just take criticism. He's got to turn it around on me and call me fat. He engulfs the couch. His ass eats the couch. You know what I mean? What did they say? What do they call you? The little little guy or something? Little tyke. Little tyke. No, I don't think so. That's <laughs> great. Uh, Should have made that vid, Frank. Yeah, yeah. It's still time. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that you just have that mindset, and you should. You're fucking tough as dude. I know that. No matter no, where, I don't. Know, I don't know. You're how gonna it be, be all right. But, I don't know how it'd be. Like the, prison. The, you know, they, they say in prison was that the movie I don't with think, uh, Kevin Hart and uh, Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell yeah. You know what I mean? um, we go to if they're the biggest dude, right? Yeah, I would just keep my fucking mouth shut. <laughs> but, uh, and, but I ain't let no one get a get a punky. I think that's what it is, yeah. right? There's gonna be yeah. big dudes in there. Six five dude comes. You could you can fight that dude. I believe you can beat that dude. But I don't think it's gonna happen like that. They're gonna shank you from behind. 
Well, I think you're going to be one of the cool guys. You're going to be in there for you're going to be in there for like fucking beating some dude to death, and you're going to be part of the hierarchy. You're not going to be in there for some shit that you're looking down on. You know what I mean? Well, hopefully I don't, I'm not in there at all. I know, but yeah. I'm saying <laughs> I thought about that too. You're not going to do some scumbaggy shit. Yeah, no. The there. only way I would ever be in jail is if I got someone that did something to my family. That's yeah. really yeah. the only way. Well, yeah. you did say you haven't paid taxes in the last ten years. White collar. I think I'd rather be in a solitary confinement. Mm. Ultimately, I'd, I'd, I think I'd I'm good alone. There. I'm good alone. Yeah, Are you good too. alone? Yeah, I'm good alone. I'm very comfortable no, alone. No? You don't like being alone? I don't mind yeah, it. I, don't, I mean, listen, I'm okay in my own skin. I don't mind sure. being alone, bro. I, I love traveling alone like mm. that. I do. Yeah, like kind of lost in a crowd type mm. thing. You know what I mean? Especially mm -hmm. when you tra travel overseas. Not that I'm, I'm, I'm not really. I don't really get noticed that often. But overseas, you barely get noticed, and mm. you're totally traveling. You're like you know, you're alone in a crowd. I do like that. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a you know, I'm not a hermit, but I I'm good with alone time. Definitely, totally comfortable. I don't know. I man. have friends. Some of my some of my my buddy friends that cannot not be in a relationship. They cannot be. They're yeah, miserable. Yeah, I know dudes like that. I don't. I don't get that. I've been bro. in a relationship for a pretty long time, bro. Yeah, well, I guess you. I guess. I guess you wouldn't know it is like since we were 19. Oh wow, you go yeah. that far back. We wow. went to kindergarten together, but they didn't start dating until. Wow! Then. Wow! 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 Yeah. yeah, that's cool, man. Wow. Yeah. Real cool. <laughs> <laughs> now, now say love you, Renee. Oh, now now say love you, Renee. She don't listen. So. <laughs> uh, Tell her to listen. We'll double our podcast listeners. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Oh uh, well. Normally, I would say what what else, Kev? What's in the future? But I guess everything's on hold right now, right? I mean, literally. But I mean, you have things in the fire. You have some irons in the fire, no? I do. I'm casting a few projects that are on hold, and then I'm, uh, yeah, I'm writing and producing a couple other ones too. So I should be working hopefully before the strike is over. Hopefully, mm -hmm. we'll see. And then once it's over, you know. All bets are off. All, all, Just gonna hit it, hit the ground it. running. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's that, man. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like you you've always found a way to reinvent yourself, no matter what. So thanks, Raj. Thanks, man. Yeah, buddy. You guys too. Appreciate you it. Can start writing, yeah. bastard son too. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, I yeah. should write. You know what? Is, you know what's gonna happen? Yeah. I can't, man. Why? I can't write it because um, I don't know what it's like getting ready for a fight. Mm. But I'm assuming it's you're obsessed. You need some feedback from this one. What's that? You need some feedback from this one first. No, not, not no. well, not feedback. I mean, the sales will warrant whether it's worth doing. Right. But um, when I get involved in anything uh, creative, I I've, I don't know how to turn off the obsession. Yeah. Um, so I almost kind of like wander until I find something, and it's like consumes you. Yeah. And then you know who suffers for it. Amanda suffers for it. Mm. Gemma does. Yeah. I don't talk to my parents as much. Like, I just kind of go. So I know that if I go, you know, headfirst into into the sequel, because mm -hmm. I already know the hook, I literally didn't start writing yet because I know what's going to happen. Right. You're going to just oh, yeah. walk yourself in the yeah. basement. Yeah, the beard's going to happen, and that's that's what I do, man. Amanda, I'm, throw I'm me down a cheeseburger. Else, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said medium rare. <laughs> long fingernails, long Get hair. Get overcooked the meat, defeats the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but I get like pasta instead of cheeseburgers. <laughs> it's all Italian food. But yeah, that's that's what would happen, and it would actually fuck everything up because I would focus on that and I would sure. drop off. Makes sense. Makes other sense. stuff. But I, I love sense. it. That's yeah. that's my crack, man. Yeah. You know. So hopefully, hopefully that does happen. 
fuck Hopefully yourself that you come out with a big long beard. And like, yeah. <laughs> I'll come. I'll knock on your door. I'm like, Frankie, I got the script in hand. Withered away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a bathrobe and boxes. Chest hair bulging out. <laughs> yeah. of his shirt. Like, we got it. A shower and a razor. But we need a banger for two. Yeah. By banger, I mean. Um, Do I get to beat poor people up? You are definitely part of the the sons in two, man. Sweet. You're gonna get raped, though. You're gonna get raped. <laughs> I'm in. I'm your guy. We need uh, we need another boss. We need literally. We need someone who's been in my mind since day one. We need like. I'm just gonna say, it. I I I really want Chaz Palminteri. Mm. Like that's the goal. And I'll tell you guys the story, not publicly to give it away, but after this, I'll tell you what the hook is and how it goes. Mm. Mm. But that that's. I mean, he grew up, you know, idolizing the guy and all yeah. the work and everything, you know? You know who, who I saw that's trying to run for some of this SAG stuff? That's what I see new. I see people trying to run. Yeah. Right? Davi? Yeah, Robert. And, and that he, yeah. he just worked with Cernio. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Robert Davi, yeah. Who's who's the head of SAG? I, I, it's a woman, Fran right? Drescher. Fran Drescher, that's right. That's yeah, like fucking... Yeah, yeah. Fran, Fran! Yeah, Fran. that's her. Holy the shit. Voice, yeah. Wow. That's her, yeah. Wow. Doing her thing. So hopefully they figure that shit out. But. You know, you guys brought up UPS earlier. Who I don't. I think there's is their strike over or are they still going? They were just striking, but it was. It's it's not for you know. I was talking to my buddy. He's like you know breaking these balls. I was like, you guys make enough money. Like he's like, well, not really affecting us. There's a couple little things we get out of it, but uh, it's the part time guys. You know, they get oh, like twelve really? bucks an hour. We're going to bat for them. That's what they were really going to bat for is the guys that make like 12 bucks an hour, the guys that like at Christmas time that sit on the side of the car or that fill in and maybe get 20, 30 hours a week. They get paid peanuts compared to what the, like the main guys get Is that paid. like it's how you start out? You got to start part-time and work your way up? I, I, I don't know why, but he was explained it as we're doing an honorable thing here. It's kind of how he explained it. I'm not sure why they care. Maybe they have a heart unlike you. Scumbag, I'm starving over there. Why don't you give me some of your millions? If I had millions, buddy, You said you're 25 years in with the union? 25 yeah wow yeah. when are you gonna uh yeah well it's 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 i wish it was that way the first year i started with the union they did away with our pension they just did away it was losing too much money oh, it was man. bleeding out so they gave it to us in pay and we make our we invested ourselves oh, okay, in. okay so you make your own retirement essentially right, you know what right. i mean so yeah. <laughs> roger's got nothing yeah i got I'm broke. <laughs> i watch a lot of porn i got a lot of porn subscriptions all that went right into porn oh shit <laughs> Twenty five, but it's but it's a union. It's a union. Yeah, it's odd, yeah. man. Teamsters. Yeah, That's biggest biggest union, longer, in, right? Is that the reason States? why pensions and shit are getting fucked up? A lot of places are doing. Away. Started, I just saw. 60 I now, just so. saw a big trucking company, Yellow, maybe Yellow. I forget the name of it. Literally, guys were there, similar to my story, but I was only there like a year, and they did away with it, so I never even really got to see it. But I just saw, I think it's Yellow, maybe I have that wrong. Can you Yellow Bus? Up? Yellow Bus? No, it's a big trucking company that you would have heard of. Literally, guys were there like twenty years, twenty five years, and they fucking ishnade their their pension. No, their pension. Oh, wow, and that's how crazy. Yeah. How, but how, how can they just legal? Do that? Like the that, money's that, not there. The money's like, not there. How do you create? it? I know, but I'm saying though, like you, you, you. Social people, Security people, probably ain't gonna be there when know, you get but, there. I know, but people get these jobs because of the pension. That's sure, part of right. the, the the. That's the, why the I, I get it. Right, one, yeah. one of the reasons. I but weren't the also it was all I knew. That's what I did for my dad. So. But weren't yeah. the pensions being paid into every year as it was going on? Before I got there, I mean, yes. I don't know how long it was happening for, but the, company the year I started, about. the company you're talking oh, about. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. But the, obviously, it's mismanaged money. Oh, they were stealing. God, they were robbing dude. from Paul to pay Peter. Yeah. is what they were doing. 
and um it's a major it was a major trucking company that i've heard of you know i'm sure they're they're done and they're going they'll be out but Shit. you know the drivers were losing their mind because paul mad paul's pissed okay paul's fucking pissed <laughs> he's going to prison soon he's killing peter <laughs> jeez uh, man. man yeah yeah you were saying Social Security probably would even be. Uh, I, I've heard that for years. Like, yeah. Forget that's what, Social Security. Been saying and that though, like, that's what I wonder. Is that another fucking propaganda point that everybody Listen, brings up? Even if, even if, even if it's not, let's say it's not. If you're counting on Social Security, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Right. You got to cut. Well, you gotta, do you hear? Do you hear people? I mean, this is what I hear that there's people that have student loans. Shouldn't say you're that, an idiot because there's a lot of people that are. If, you know, there's a lot of people that literally. There's rely, a lot of idiots. Yes, that, well, that rely on it. <laughs> Older people that, you know. But, no, but um, I'm saying though. They say there are people out there that have college loans out, and they are they are taking their they taking percentage of their their social security to pay for their college loans. Still, like, yes, really, yes. they go to college because, when they were forty seven. No, no, what I'm saying they just don't pay it off, so they got they got to like uh, take their take their. Was it a minimum you have to pay? I mean, you you have, you have to, to pay all of it. No, I'm saying, but you you can't not you uh, you saying like they deferred it until they got older. No, they deferred it. They just no because they probably never paid it. So then when they got some social security, uh, they I'm, start taking it from. But what I'm saying, I didn't know you could just not pay it. I thought you had to pay it. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Too. So I don't know. I, I wonder I how that's would, working out. Yeah, but they that's would literally you, like you know garnish your wages. And shit yeah, they you garnish your wages, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're doing that. People social security. Gotcha. Well, do you guys hear about that Google shit? Like the Google courses that count just as much as college credits when people are looking to hire for jobs and stuff. No. What? Wait, are they, they're called Google courses. They're Google need classes, Google courses, and instead of going to college, you can essentially get. I don't know if it's a degree. I never looked into it too too much more than this, but uh, you can go take courses on Google, and you have you end up with the same uh, education and requirements needed to go to jobs really? as kids take when they go to college. Yeah, for like much cheaper. Dude, for a fraction, fraction no. of a fraction. I think if you're a, a, a kid, you know, graduating high school, and you don't know what you want, and you're just like your parents are telling you you have to go, you're you're silly. Go work for a year and yeah. figure out what you want to go in and not have a designated honest, major and not. I'm but, yeah, my, but you're an athlete. You can't compare you. You're gonna no, compare I'm telling you? my kids though. Oh yeah, yeah. Like if you're not going to college for a specialty, right, or a sport, don't mm -hmm. go. Maybe a trade's better. I agree. You know what yeah. I mean? 100%. Yeah. Honestly. 100%. I joined, when you were talking about the recruiters in the high schools and stuff like that, that's when I joined mm -hmm. senior year and Howell. They were all in the hallway yeah. and stuff. I knew the guy, and he was like a cool, he was like the cool guy. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. he looks, you know, fucking looks pretty spiffy. He was all squared all, away, right? All squared away. I was like, <clears throat> cool to look like that, but I didn't go. My, everybody served in my family except for me. I'm the bitch of the family, apparently. Mm -hmm. but Yes. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I just went into the family business. My sister was in the reserves. Oh, was she? My sister Your was sister's tough for him. She is. She could kick my ass. She legitimately. I don't She's know. She's more hung, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what your sister said. <laughs> oh, I'm just playing Rod. <laughs> oh, shit, man. That would have been decent, though, staying in. If I stayed in, I would have got a pension at 38. Yeah. Okay. 38, dude. I would have had a 20-year pension because I joined when I was 18. What union? No, with guard. Oh, the Tons guard. Yeah, 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 guard. yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. In, I was going to Whitesville, 1200 Whitesville Road, whatever it was, every, you know, yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Derek, you know, you know, Derek, he's been in the reserves forever. Uh, Delima. Delima, yeah, he's been in forever. Wayner rings a bell, though. I got to ask my brother, because I was a mechanic. My brother was uh, fuel artillery 
Okay. Yeah. He was in for a short time now. Yeah. Yeah. Did he get the boot? No. He got uh, honorable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. You, ha- you you somewhat enjoyed it? Not at first because uh, it was like a new, it was like, it was like a new faction of friends. And I had my boys in Howell. Mm. So I was like, oh, I just, I'm like, I'm just going to do this. But after like three years, started getting really tight with everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, till this day, man, even though we don't talk a lot or whatever, I still, I still love and Dream miss those guys. Yeah. It's a tough age, 18, right? I, I mean, for a lot of kids, I was probably an immature 18 year old, didn't know what I wanted I to was, do. Yeah. Just assumed I'd go into the family business and. My dad owned an oil company in Maine. I just was like, oh, shit, you know. I was already working for him in high school anyway. I was yeah. like, I'll just continue doing that. Maybe one day this will all be mine was kind of my mindset. And yeah. was kind of just taking a lackadaisical approach to it. Didn't go to college because I knew I'd spend. My parents weren't just like, we'll pay for this for you. They were never like that ever. Right. My first car I had to pay for because I wanted a nice car, and I didn't want my grandfather's piece of shit. My parents were like very like, you want something? Go fucking work for it. You know what I mean? So. So I worked for my dad, but I was still kind of like lost and party mode and just hanging out with my friends. I, I was a hard worker. I always got up every day. I never, my dad was never going to let me sleep in, but didn't really have motivation in life to know where I want to go. So I remember one day I was at work and my dad said to me, uh, you know, my buddy, he had a buddy that worked in Maine because the seafood industry is obviously huge in Maine, mm. who had gone out to Alaska and started his own seafood company. And he was like, you know, I was just talking to Jim, you want to? Want a job working on a boat in Alaska? And I was oh, like, wow. that sounds interesting. I was 18. I graduated in 93, June of 93, and this is like February of 94. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. You know what I mean? Next thing I know, I got to go take a physical. Next thing I know, I got a plane ticket booked to Seattle, Washington, where they keep a lot of the boats stay in the harbor in Seattle, Washington. I guess it's a lot cheaper to keep them there. And then mm-hmm. they go up through the inside passage to Dutch Harbor, and they start fishing you know, in the, in the Bering Sea there, like around the Aleutian Islands. It's like, yeah, I'll do it. The next thing I know, I'm on a plane headed to, to Seattle. We, we you know, loaded the boat up with all the goods, and uh, I, went, I went out fishing in the Bering Sea for uh, Pollock was the first season. Bro, I was out in the Bering Sea for 47 fucking days. Wow. Straight, straight. 18 Never, years old? 18 years old. Wow. 47 days straight oh. in was the Bering Sea. Were there any girls sea. on that boat? Two. They were men, though. Yes, I say. <laughs> so, like, what do you do 47 days? Uh, <laughs> Jerk off in the shower. I mean, uh, whatever you got to do, I guess. But wow. most of I was the youngest guy on the boat. Was by Jim washing your back? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was coming, right? You knew it was coming. I was probably the youngest guy on the boat by like twenty years. Like literally, it was all older dudes on there. And uh, oh, I they st- liked that young guy. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. I was guy. very busy, man. No air was, down there yet. <laughs> I left that boat a man. I left the boat a man. But anyway. Um, Made a lot of money. Made a lot of money. Came home and I was like, yeah. fuck. And that's where I was like, fuck, I'll do whatever. If I did that, I could do whatever, you know? Wow. So um, I did another trip after that. And then it was the the trips were, were sparse. They were like every three months. So you had a lot of off time. So yeah. made great money, but then you have all this off time. You spend it, you know what I mean? So I was like, I might as well just work for my dad. And then I ended up moved in. Parents got divorced, ended up moving to Jersey. So uh Stayed in the same industry down here, but uh, yeah, it was it was cool working working in Alaska. It was very cool. Wow, man, eighteen years old, yeah. So that was my that was my <laughs> uh, passage to manhood, I guess, if you will. What brought you to Jersey? Uh, parents got divorced. My mother's from Glen Rock, up by you, okay, originally, but she had relocated to after they were married twenty six years. 
she uh, moved back to Tom's River because her parents had relocated to Tom's River, and she stayed with them until their divorce was final, and then she bought a house in Tom's River. And cool. My sister followed shortly after, um, was in the reserves, um, was dating a guy in the reserves with her, and they had a child, and I came down to visit my niece when she was born, and I never left, basically. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that Crazy, was uh, that was that was uh, ninety eight, October ninety eight. I moved here. She was in the reserves uh, at a Seagirt, maybe. Where was it? No. Where would she have been in the reserves? For, I don't um, even know. All I know Dicks? is guard. I don't know where. I don't know Fort Dix. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. Definitely was in the reserves for. But she was in the reserves in Maine too. Wow. So, yeah, she used to report to Bangor when he lived in Maine, but I don't know where she was down here, huh. where she reported to anyway. I don't remember. I think it was Dix, Fort Dix. No? Yeah. That's who you are. It could have been, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I built I built the fort out of Dix. <laughs> Do you think he likes me, like, subliminally? Everything. All he, he just looks at me and sees a giant penis every time yeah, he looks oh, at yeah, me. Because like every joke is fucking gay. Every joke. A you phallic, look at, A phallic you, joke? Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys hear about that shit, like those swords that they used in Braveheart and Gladiator? He's going to make a gay joke out of this. You know that, The longer the right? handle, like they made their own swords, and the longer the handle meant it was like a phallic symbol for how long their Johnson was. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I was like, like, the bigger the sword, the longer the handle was like mm. a proud thing. It's like, oh, look at this handle. I think you got a butter wink, knife. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> the phallic swords. Well, you, you see like David. The flaccid the David, swords. The David. Yeah. A sculpture. Yeah. Michelangelo, tiny, tiny penis. You got a little. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, they said back in the day, micro having, No, having a big one was considered barbaric. 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 Yeah. It's like people wanted little ones back then. You would have been fucking very like, popular, Roger. That's like, <laughs> I have a nice one, pal. I have a very nice one. I'll show you later. <laughs> that's like, uh, well, overweight women were were sought after, right? Back in the day. Did you they hear about were? that for warmth? Well. <laughs> because they, no, they, it was like it was like they're overweight women right? were well, in Japan. Yes. I mean, yeah. isn't it funny how cultures are all different? In Japan, I believe I think it's Japan. I could have this wrong. Look this up, Andrew. But hair, they, they don't want women to shave down there. That's considered like a sign of fertility. The hairier your bush is, I think it's a sign of fertility. Yeah. Oh, that's. And you ever <laughs> notice Japanese porn? You watch it. See, they blur out the yeah, the action. yeah. Why you can what, see that? everything but the, the action? Really? Blurred out. Why? Why is that? I'm Why? like, what? You're not even watching porn. You know. So I don't know. I guess it's not allowed over there. It's against the law. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. Where did you get? Where was yeah, the? Look that up. Is hairy bush <laughs> in Japan a sign of fertility? Or do I have that completely? Did I butcher that completely? I might have. I don't know. Where did people get caned? Singapore. Singapore. That was like if you're guy. spitting gum out in the that street. That was the dude that, uh, did he spit gum? No, no. He just spit, I think, right? Remember what? He got caned. Remember the guy from Singapore, the kid, the American kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, got yeah, caned. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what it was. But yeah. I went to Singapore. But that's basically just beating your ass and you live, right? Over Where do you get stoned? That's in like, <sighs> that's in like Iraq or Iran. God, I don't know. Um, Iran. But they say in Singapore you could you could leave your wallet in a like on a street bench and no one will take it because or you they, get caned for blowing a snot rocket yeah mm. but no but yeah right uh, give and take I might just not go 
this this new millennial generation they don't understand like what it's like to live in different cultures and how good they have it over here and what they can get away with it's crazy you know you literally do whatever you want you go burn an american flag over here and nothing will happen to you oh boy that's tough that's i can't that's wa- tough. I, couldn't, I couldn't watch it there's situations tough, that i man. know not to put myself in because yeah. i would i would i would probably choose violence so i just don't put myself in those could you watch somebody burn an american flag in front of you I could not. I had to sucker them. I could not. I could not. I, I, uh... No, I would try to take it, and if they got physical with me, I'd get physical back. Yeah, you know that's I mean? on them. Yeah. But there's no way in hell I would, I, would, I would let that go. No. No way. I couldn't do it. They have the right to do it, so I'd be the one going to jail, I guess, but I still couldn't watch it. They have the right to do it. Yeah. It's crazy, but the, that just shows you, you know, this... It's almost... The pendulum's almost swing, swung too far here yeah. where people get away with too much you know what i've I mean? stopped in my car before driving past people's houses I, I feel like a psychopath doing this but if i see uh you see, know, like those little tiny american flags sorry to cut you off they caught that dude in north carolina that burnt that i think it was north carolina that burnt the trump the oh, sign yeah, yeah, they caught that, the yeah. bicyclist he went by and he, he pulled up on the lawn it was like you know trump 2024 or whatever he tried kicking it over and then he came back at 4 a.m and lit it on fire and they got they got that dude it was on yeah, security they, camera they got him yeah. yeah. god man that's funny if I see a flag, I've stopped before. If I see like little American flags that are like broken, or if like an American flag towel or picture or anything like on the ground, even on someone's yard, I've actually stopped. What do you do with your American flag when it gets tattered? Oh, uh, you fold it and you uh, you burn it, or you recycle it to a recycling center that takes American flags. Yeah, well, the every American legion, ha- or, yeah. or, or most American legions, have flag box drop offs right. outside where you can. Dro- I always fold my flags and drop them off. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's the proper respectful way proper way to yeah. do it. Yeah. And they burn them, I believe, but they, you know, in some ceremonial way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. I've never burnt no and burnt it, no. but uh, yeah, you fold it up and yep. take it from there. When I got back from overseas, I was at Fort Dix, mm-hmm. and I was in uh, detail because no matter what, when you're on base, you have to have a, you have to have a job. Like it's impossible for you to just lay there. You just can't unless you are injured and you can't walk around. Oddly enough, when I got back, there's a couple injured soldiers from my company. And all the jobs around base were taken by soldiers that were claiming back pain so they didn't have to go to war and stuff. So the easier jobs were taken. So I was on crutches. A couple guys I was overseas with that came back, they were on crutches. We were on bathroom duty. So we're like switching the toilets, changing the urinal cakes and all that shit. And the, the the guys that didn't go to war that didn't really want to they were like in the mail room and doing all this other stuff, is it, it was a pretty big kick in the face, but um. At 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 that time, um. Oh wait, where are we going with this? I'm sorry, we we're talking about the. Uh, oh shit! We're just talking about the level of disrespect with the young people, millennials, and you know the fact that you're allowed to burn a flag and that. Fuck, you, I had a you, you, brain fart there. That's all right. I do it all the time. Hey, I do it all hey, the time. It's in and out, man. Hey, I do it all the time, you. brother. I do it Shit's all the time. In and out. <laughs> there was something. I got a reason. Roger has no reason. I got no reason. <laughs> Fra- Frankie I'll does, let that go and I'll Frankie does this we'll thing see. where, like, he he feels the necessity. He's not proving it to me because he's right, but he has to prove to everybody in the room and everybody listening that I'm dumber than him. Like I've ever argued to the point ever. I agree. <laughs> 
full-heartedly that he's more intelligent than me, he still feels the need to prove it every day to somebody. So I'm glad you know, Rod. Why, why yeah. is that, Frank? I'm glad you know. I don't understand. I don't understand it. I'm a dominant motherfucker. That's why. Is that what it is? Is that what it is? I thought only in the in the fighting realm, but now that you're retired, you like to you want to do it in the in the no, intelligence. No, Roger, gets, Roger is so sensitive, and I see. If I was sensitive, I, listen, I wouldn't I make seen it a that day. Nerve with you. exposed, and now I'm just digging at it. You know what I mean? You know what? Speaking of that, how are you gonna get your your high now? Um. Thought immediately you were going to say through your sibling, through your uh, son. I thought you well, were definitely through my kids. I mean, that that's what's kept me going, just following my kids around, stuff yeah. like that. But uh, next chapter, I'm opening a, a gym. Did you find a spot yet or no? I'm in process. Uh, I'll tell you. Th- actually, I wanted to talk about this. Oh Let's shit! Talk about this. He's pissed off. Let's no, no, go. No, 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 no. But, like, <laughs> tell me, there are so many uh, vacant spaces in our town. And these places would rather be <clears throat> empty than put someone in yeah. at maybe a lower um, lease, lower lower uh, uh, time lease, or lower price. They would rather be empty than go down a dollar. They'd a rather, dollar. They'd rather pay them. They'd mortgage. rather be empty because because this is what I hear is is these big corporate companies buy these huge strip malls. And they get they'd rather take the tax write off on being empty oh. than filling it at a lower price. I get it. And I don't know how that incentivizes businesses. It how doesn't. does that? Inc- it doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't. But that, how, so if anything, that's going to make a town fail. It'll make a town fail, but it's better for them, their pockets. Well, no, it's better for these corporations that own these big, yeah, yeah. these big conglomerates, right? Yeah. Wow. I mean, but that is just going to be the end of all business, though. No, if if if, if every place is rather, but, so how no? Because people, some people are going to pay the full price. And sign the full lease contract. <laughs> Dude, I- I'm just saying, I've been looking for a year now, for over a year now, wow. at places. Pretty, pretty, pretty extensively. There are several, and I mean several. The place I'm looking at now, I'm not going to say where it is, the place I'm looking at now has been empty since before COVID. Mm. Wow. Since before COVID, okay? Now, we're in negotiation with them. We asked for a dollar cheaper. They said no. We said, Okay. And they're still dragging their feet on this. It's like they don't want to get it rented. It's crazy. I, I, I I'm trying to do business in this town, yeah. and I cannot. That's what's crazy. Yeah. I mean, these are big, big like uh, Madison Marquette. You ever, you ever hear of them? They own mm-hmm. most of the properties in Asbury Park. Mm. I Star. If you drive through Asbury Park, you'll see surfboards in the ground. They own the land, and between the two companies, they're nationwide realtor, realty companies. They own so much shit. That I could see that side. I'm not saying it's cool, but I could see that they make so much money that they have to take a loss, and maybe they're just they're like, well, we'll just take a loss. Yeah, no, I, I, that has to be it. It has to be. It's it. not good for guys like you. But it's not wanna, good for business. business in town. Yeah, right. Yeah. So only one person's getting benefits of that. Yeah. Not everyone else, which how it's that really supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I want you to get a space because then if we do Suns, we could film in there. For there you. we go. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. I, I, I'm, I'm being positive. I'm going to be positive. About I know here. it's going to happen. You tell yeah. me if we can yeah, talk about this. You're hell-bent in Because I, I don't want to yeah. cross yeah. any lines yeah. here. But yeah. um, Me? Well, no, the movie. I know we can't talk about the movie per se, but we can. Oh, we can, can talk we, about the movie. I don't give a shit. Can we talk about the police showing up when we were filming in the in the back parking lot? and? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was funny when Roger's beating the shit out of this guy. Like three <laughs> cops roll in. 
Somebody must have called the police, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like three yeah. cops pull in. The scene was over. We're just standing <laughs> around. But they must have thought a real fight had just happened. From so, a distance, that shit looks real. Yeah. They, they saw yeah. the cameras when they pull up, so they didn't come in like hot. It wasn't, you know, they weren't like fucking light sirens or anything, but they're yeah. like, what are you guys like filming like a documentary? Kev's like, yeah, just a college, college, whatever. Yeah, I always go to that. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like a student film. Yeah. 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 As I'm like, I'm like 40 years yeah. old. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm, I'm late the bloomer. professor. Yeah. Professor's assistant. Late bloomer. <laughs> That always gets to know when you say student film or something. Yep. That's the hook. They're like, oh, good luck, kid. Yep. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> hey, thanks, buddy. Yeah. Cops like ten years younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the cop showed up because it does look real, man, yeah, from a man. distance. And if you well, have a listen, small it was group, pretty real that we put a dent in that kid's car. You sure did. <laughs> <laughs> kid, kid was filming using his own vehicle, and uh, we, he left with a big old dent and thing. Oh, and, he's gonna remember and was, that. Bro. He was happy for. It. He was like, no, this is like this is great. He was happy at a dent in his car. And obviously, I'm producing the movie, you know. So I pulled him aside. And I said, "Hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't foresee that happening. Whatever it was." And I said, "I'll take care of." It. He's like, "No, no, man. Roger Matthews just beat the shit out of me and got it done in my car. I don't care." I said, "Okay, you got it, bud. See you later." Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a trip, man. That happened a couple of times making films. We did one in Belmar, and um, well, imagine mine was just a fight scene. I would imagine the ones with the fake pistols have to draw a lot of people. No, that's where you got to watch. Yeah. I did a movie in L.A. one time, and I was running around the streets with a pistol in my hand like an idiot. I just wasn't even thinking of it. Yeah, but and the big, big, big budget movies, right? Obviously, it's all I mean, blocked a huge, off. It's all blocked off, right? They get yeah. Not just blocked off, but it's it's controlled. They have a firearm so. safety instructor on set. Yeah, no. but every single right. person you see on camera is a hired extra. Yeah, so it's literally a contained thing. Right. You go indie. Indie's like renegade. You know, it's like it's, you're you're a rebel like that. That that's how indies were, man. Indies. Especially in the 90s when it first started, there was like a big craze of independent film because people were like, oh man, I can make a movie on my own for like cheap? Right. Mm. Shit. So everyone's got a camera, got a sound guy, and started filming. And there was like such an influx of movies being made that everyone was just doing them. And it was just like this, like this, like this gritty feel to it, you know, especially like in the East Coast and New mm. York and stuff. It was like, it was cool. Uh, LA too. But, but things changed because, um, they don't feel gritty like that anymore. Right. It's like the cameras got a lot better, and it's not as rough and handheld. You know, it's just kind of like smooth and clean. Do you have a take on uh, why am I drawing Alex? Um, what what's his name that that actually shot somebody on set? What the fuck? Why am I oh, Alex on his Baldwin? Name? Baldwin. Yeah. Do you have a take on that, dude? I mean, it's funny. And like Amanda how and like a million things had to go wrong for that to happen. Yeah, I mean that's that's insane, man. Yeah. So. The armorer, right? We didn't have an armorer. We didn't. We didn't need an armorer because they're not real guns. Right, they're right. airsoft guns. It's impossible for a bullet to pass mm. in the chamber. Right. They're plastic. There is no CO two. Mm. They were just click, 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 click. You know what I mean? Some people want to use real fucking guns, dude. I don't see the point of it. You get a good VFX guy and you're good. Right. Like you really are good, and you get an actor. You know, if you if you get that feeling of popping, popping, like when you were popping off in that one scene, like no one could tell that was a real gun right. or not, you know, right. which is why I specifically had the camera in front instead of on the side, because I didn't want any anyone to pick up on an actor not going like this. Mm -hmm. So if it's the front, all you see is flash. Yeah. So the camera was placed in very specific positions on on Bastard Sons. Yep. But Rust, yeah, Rust, you're handed a weapon. Yeah. They're supposed to clear it in front of you. They hand it to you, you take it, 
and you place it. That was essentially his defense, right? I mean, Baldwin's defense essentially was, look, you know, the gun yeah, was it, the yeah. gun was cleared to go when I got it. Yeah, right? it's but not. I, in my opinion, ultimately, it's, it's your responsibility. Yeah, it's not his responsibility. It's not. You think it's? Not. I don't. I don't think yeah. it is. Okay. I I be doing in scenes like that, having a weapon, fake weapon, and practice rehearsing this and that. Me personally has nothing to do with like the actor. Me personally, I would never aim a gun at someone sure. and fake fire. Yeah, no. it's just so against everything you're taught it's in gun silly. safety. It's everything you're taught never. teaches you not to do that. So it's a it's an actor playing, yeah. insensitively pointing at people, this right. and that, yada, yada. And I don't like when people do that shit to me, man. I'll, right. I'll lose my shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when actors, for my own personal reasons. Very ironic. Yeah. It's a horrible tragedy, but ironic in that he's such an anti-gun advocate, too. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, but the thing is he did yeah. it during rehearsal. Yeah. So if they didn't do a rehearsal and they did it during the take... Mm. Unfortunately, he would have expended that that ammo. They were live. Yeah. yeah. So one way or another, man, they were just kind of doomed from the start that mm. that live ammo made it into that gun. And we live in this world today, right? Which is the reason it's the way it is is because we're just lied to all the time. But conspiracy theories start on everything immediately. Everything now. Everything. Yeah. The second something happens, conspiracy theories are just yeah. like you just turn on your phone and it's like. There was a million about him, right? Somehow his wife, the girl that he shot, was connected to a lawyer firm that I. I oh, yeah, really? Yeah, it was. It oh was. There's God. a bunch yeah, of. What's true? What's not? What's true? What's so not? Much exactly. Garbage out exactly. There. Yep. Yeah, that's that's too bad that happened. But he got cleared, right? And they I, I, I'm sure that I'm sure if he got cleared, there's going to be a massive civil suit. I'm sure. Yeah. I heard that it got cleared, and I'm not. I don't watch the news, so some it's really secondhand or whatever. But uh, they they uh, they continued filming, and the husband was listed as executive producer. Mm. Loosely defined credit. Wait, producer. so his wife had to die, and they gave him a credit? What do you? I don't yeah, understand what you mean. <laughs> odd. I mean, he wasn't a, in it in any way. And no, I mean, I don't know the extent of his involvement, but hmm. a producer credit is a loosely involved credit. Like, say, Jenny, you want to be in Rust too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. We're in a good place. We're in a good place. Producer yeah. credits are weird. Like, say, um, say you were a star, right? Yeah. And I'm boys with Frankie, and I know Frankie was boys with you, and I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta get to Roger, you know. So I'm like, Frank, can you get to Roger? I want to get him on a movie. I'm like, if he wants to do it, you know, let me know. So Frankie talks to you, comes back to me, and Frank's like, yeah, I can get Roger. Yeah, what are you going to pay him? I'm like, 100 Gs. You're like, well, I'll tell you what. I'll get him for 75 if you give me producer credit. All right, done. Uh, Boom. All the time. Mm, that's and right. the people that get those producer credits, write it to the bank. Because when you see that shit on the screen, you'll never know exactly what everyone does. Right. And then people, it turns out that people that don't have a true responsibility on that film will go out and raise money and say, I was a producer on yep. Bastard Sons. Yep. But no one will I've, ever know I've what they I've seen did. that happen even in the reality world. Oh, yeah? I've seen negotiations to get producer credits. Yeah, yeah it's a loosely yeah. defined term. It very is. Very. very much is, yeah. Well, producer could be just be a, an investor, right? Yes, it's usually labeled executive. Mm. But I also know a producer that wanted to make a career producing films, so he financed one and wanted a producer credit rather than executive producer credit. Mm. So he chose that right. one. And it's his call. He put because the, the future could be endless. Yeah. In that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's a good way to get in. You know, if yeah. you got hookups and connections, you can get a, You can get a couple quick producer credits if you're mm -hmm. savvy and you're a hustler, and then boast that you were the producer from this movie or the producer from this movie, and go raise funds for your movie. Sure. 
and that happens, and then that dude goes make a movie, and it fucking sucks. Right. You're like, how the hell did that happen? Because he didn't do anything. He right. just made he, things, you know. He had no happen. idea what he was doing. Yeah. 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 Happens a lot. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's cool to listen to you, and you know, there's there's always inside workings to every industry, right? Yeah, but you don't know it till you sit down with somebody that's that's in that doing it yeah. you know, on the inside. So it's cool when you've worked multiple multiple sides of it. So yeah, yeah, I made sure I learned the shit out of it, man. Yeah. That's why because I, I, I can't stand getting burned anymore. I got burned mm-hmm. enough. You okay. know, you're like, oh, I'm you know, there's always lessons to take from everything. There's a, everything. I'm, I'm tired of lessons. Yeah, yeah. I took right. enough. Right. Amen. I took enough. Right. Amen. You know? Amen. Took yeah. enough hard ones. I'm like done. I'll, of course, I'll keep learning. I don't want any for, more fucking lessons. Yeah. You know, so I, I learned this shit out of it. My time in L.A. was like going to film school, man. I was there for seven years, and I didn't go to film school. I just got connected with people that I that I really wanted to learn from, and they took me under their wing a lot, and I helped them out, and I was like, oh, I'm going to learn the nuts and bolts of this business, how this shit really goes mm. down. Like, really goes down, you know? How they sell movies for and overseas, what they look for. Did I tell you guys about that shit? Mm-mm. All right, this is this is it's wild. It's it's unfortunate, but it's wild. And as an actor, knowing this side of the business, it's completely uh, just like it, it. It just sucks the life out of it. But I have to separate myself and just and just embrace it. There is six film markets around the world. Six. One of them is in the United States. It's called the American Film Market, AFM. It's in Santa Monica every year at the end of October. It's at the Lowe's Hotel. They clear out all the beds. They leave the desks. And all these uh, foreign sales reps and U.S. distributors come in. And whatever movies they're hosting, I keep looking at the flag because it kind of makes me think of what the room looks like. They blow up the movie posters and they put them all around the the room. And then they do eight by tens outside the room. So when you're walking around a hotel, think about like when you're walking down a hallway and you see like door, 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 door. Outside each door is essentially a shitload of eight by ten movies, and you can look at them and see who's in it, right? So these distributors and foreign sales reps, foreign sales reps mostly, they make all the phone calls and emails before getting to the uh, the market, and they line up meetings. And the shit out there is like this: fifteen, twenty minutes in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out. So if you're in a foreign sales rep's office, so say Bastard Sons, we have a foreign sales rep, uh, Igor Prince from Prince Films. He's a friend of mine. He's a great guy. He did that movie uh, Malicious that's coming out in October. He invested in that, and he's selling it foreign, and he's also going to take Bastard Sons foreign as well. So Igor is going to go to AFM. He's going to get a room, and he's going to have posters all over, and he's going to have posters outside, and all the people he sets up meetings for from, these are all distributors in different countries, right? So the UK might have like 12 or 15 different film distributors. Australia might have 20. Ireland may have six. Taiwan may have two. You know what I mean? So you're basically at the mercy of who your foreign sales rep has relationships with to sell your movie to get it around. So when AFM happens, everyone that's at AFM lines up. 10.15, we got so-and-so from Taiwan. 10.30, we got so-and-so from this. And so on and so forth for like five days. And they just circulate. They come in, they look around the room, and they go, I'm looking for action and horror. Is that a horror? Yeah. Is there tits? No. <laughs> Is that action? Yeah. Is there guns? Yeah. I want to see that trailer. Is there crime? Yeah. 
Is there guns? Yeah. Violence? Yeah. Tits? Yeah. I want to see that trailer. And we go. And then the foreign sales rep will put the, the link up on the computer screen, and they'll play the trailers. And if he likes them, he'll tell me he likes them, and he says, I'll probably, let me watch the movies now. And if I like the movies, we're probably talking, maybe I'll give you 7000 for both. And then the sales rep, sales rep will be like, well, what about that horror? And he's like, no boobs. And he's like, well, give me like 500 I'll throw the three in together. And they hustle, and that's how it's done. Wow. Out, knock, knock, knock. Next guy comes in. It's like, bam, 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 bam. It's crushing because they don't give a fuck about art. They care mm. about what sells. Mm. So action sells, horror. Tits. Does. Like it's, 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 it, it is what it is, right? you know? Yeah. Mm. Supernatural, sci-fi, fantasy, uh, dog movies. Dog Faith, movies. Dog, like guy with dog. Yeah. Faith-based. Like there's certain genres that sell more. Sons is... Just past halfway. We got a decent amount of violence in there. Sons. Decent amount? How much more do you need? That's got well, plenty Sons of violence. Sons 2, we're going to blow it up. Yeah? Yeah. Let's go. Wow. Yeah, Sons 2, we're going we're gonna to push a needle with that, story-wise and visual-wise, because it warrants it and because I know it sells. Sure. And uh, like that movie, <laughs> Malicious, I'll talk numbers. I don't give a shit. Like, that's not even released in the U.S. yet. So we made that for, like, cheap, just for shits. It was like a... Big passion project for the director and myself. We wrote it together, and we shot it over COVID. So no one was working. We're like, dude, we can get some scratch up. Let's just let's just get some fucking bangers in here and do it. You know what I mean? Like some hardcore actors that are like, fuck it, let's just go. So I called my friends up and we did it. I think all in all that movie, we it cost like seventy thousand tops to make, right? But it already made about a hundred and hundred and ten wow. overseas in four four countries. So it's still got a shitload more countries to sell to. Mm. You know what I mean? Bastard Sons did not sell overseas yet. It will, but there's a chance that that Malicious might make more because it's in the higher sought-after genre. Sure. Yeah, gotcha. That's it. Sons, I think, you know, it, who, who knows what's a better movie? I don't know. But Malicious, is, it came out pretty good. But um, just because it's that genre. Yeah. So if you make an action film, dude, you ever see those like those... Shitty ass action films like you know scrolling through late night like <laughs> yeah, this yeah, fucking yeah. blows. Three a.m. You know how much fucking money that movie made? Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, man. Yeah. The shittiest ones. Because overseas, like in India, that's probably like Terminator. You know what I mean? It's probably well. Like that's the, the thing. Greatest. Action translates to every single yeah. nationality. Sure, mm. sure. Humor doesn't. Yep. Drama doesn't. Action does. Everyone knows violence. Yeah. Yeah. Violence sells no yeah. matter yeah. what. For sure. Everyone buys violence. So note to self, after these couple films, mm. guess what I'm doing next? Mm. Yeah. Bring so. up your alley there, Franklin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let you guys sell and violence. the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie, I got a job. We got to be violent. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what the pay is yet. Don't worry oh, about man. it. I'll be there I'm Thursday. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. So that's next. I hooked up with some really great dude, and he lives in West Orange, actually. He's a fight coordinator and uh, a fight coordinator, stunt choreographer. And he showed me some of his clips and everything, and I was like, wow, this guy's dope, dude. Take it to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. He does a lot of TV stuff, and he's telling me some of the stuff he tried doing on TV, and they were like... Not so much? Yeah. I'm like, no, I want that. How do some of these like huge... 
like A-list celebrities, how are they allowed to do? Like you always hear Tom Cruise. Uh, I know he does a lot of his like base jumping, <laughs> skydiving Dude, stuff. He's nuts. Uh, Jackie, tell, Jackie Chan me. was another one. How do, do these think? guys? How, how do they get signed off to be able to do that? Is it because they're prima donnas and they no no no? Tom Cruise can do what he wants because Tom Cruise gets he's the money. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie's not going anywhere unless Tom Cruise is involved. Right. right. He's right. a production company. He gets the financiers. He knows what he's worth in every single country. Mm. Dude, stars are stars for a reason, yeah, man. True. They're stars, true. Mo- most mm. stars are stars for a reason. When you see someone with longevity, they're they're usually a smart smart gal or a smart guy. <clears throat> yeah. Sometimes actors come up, they're hot for a couple of years, you never hear of them again. Usually because they're just a really beautiful person. There's lightning in a bottle in a couple of films. The beauty fails. They Yeah, uh, and it kind of goes away. But the actor was not responsible for getting there. Yeah. The agency was. Um, so it's hard for an actor to understand how to keep that because they were not responsible for making the decisions to be there in the first place. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the the smart actors, they're, they're, those guys are stars for a reason. Yeah. They're smart. Hmm. You know, everyone talks about their team, their team and all that shit. That, that's, that's real shit. They got mentors and all that crap right. too, you know? Right. So... Gotta have good people around you no matter what, right? Absolutely. No matter yeah. what business you're in. I mean, my circle's got a lot smaller since the older I got. Have you guys? Yeah. That's my motto has been for years now, no new friends. <laughs> really? That's my motto, man, no new friends. It took me 40 years to figure out yeah. who I like, yeah. who my circle is, who my tribe is, who my people are, who I relate to. And I love meeting new people. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say that I love it, but I like meeting new people. I'm a pleasant guy. I like acquaintances. I like I, I like forming new friendships, if you will. But they're not part of my tribe. Yeah, I, I you know what I mean. I know who my people are, and I'm I'm cool with that. You know yeah. what I mean? I um, took me a long long time to figure out you know who I assimilate with and who I have I'm like minded with and who I can be around for an extended period of time and. And, um, yeah, I'm not looking to fill any voids there. I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead, Franklin. <laughs> I'm just this saying, be bro, amazing. there might be a fucking amazing guy you never met that you really might like. And you're like, gosh, no new friends, buddy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work like that. I don't just come out and say no new friends. This guy's fucking really good at fucking, I don't know, a lot of good, the board games or something. I don't know. He's really fun to fucking hang out with. You know, like, no, nope, I'm not going to have it no more. I'm you done. blew that friendship, Raj. <laughs> no, I've met some people recently that I thought would, and then you find like a little something about him. You're like, that's why I don't want no new friends. You know, that's happened recently, actually. That's why you like they seem- answer my calls. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I get it. I get it. No, man, I feel like I stalked you for a while, and finally, like, fuck it, I might as well just be this guy's friend. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> Is there a mentor? Do you have mentors in your life? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, not not like fighters uh, formally. Or... Uh, just just people that have been in my life for a long time. Yeah, I'm curious who Mark Henry. Uh, yeah, he's one of them. Ricardo Almeida, Steve Rivera. Yeah, yeah. Steve they, for sure. I'd say they, Steve's definitely one Steve, of my biggest mentors uh, for sure. I, I, I think yeah. I don't know if you throw Ligori in that mix because he's your same age and you guys are kind we're, of peers. More but... peers, but yeah, he's definitely. I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah. I think um, he just got a second degree black belt. I saw that he awesome. did. Yeah. But but definitely, I mean, I don't, don't want to speak for you, but the guy I see. You hanging out with professionally and privately the most? Definitely Steve Rivera. Yeah, I've known yeah. Steve since I've been, I mean, he's my first wrestling coach ever, pretty yeah. much, you know, and yeah. now he coaches my kids, so yeah. there's a lot of history there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely someone I, I uh, 
respect their opinion and their yeah. outlook on things. Some people are just good to bounce with, yeah. right? Just yeah. to like. And that dude's, I'm guessing, what is he, 50? I think he just 50? turned, oh, no, I he's just turned 54. Bro, and the dude still gets after it. Like, wow. Gets yeah. after it. Right, yeah, he yeah, yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's a beast. Wow, Little man. dude, but savage. Mm-hmm. Man. Yep. Man. Do you get after it? Not so much. These <laughs> I mean, I can. Listen, don't try me in the street, but uh, <coughs> no, I don't. But Frankie's opening a school soon. I'm going to join with my kids because yeah. my daughter will want to go because V will be there. My son, just he's built like that. He, he loves to get down. And I'm going to go just because it'll be a good car. I'm not a cardio guy, bro. I hate cardio, but it'll be good. You know, it's not cardio per se, but you'll get some cardio in rolling around. Oh, and, yeah, man. Um, you know, I'm not the most flexible guy. Flexible guy there is, so it'll, I it'll just be. Other people say different. <laughs> See, other people say he, different. This guy's in love with me. He's in love with me. He's still in love with me. Um, so yeah, so so I'll be there, getting it, getting it in. But, uh, I've just been a gym rat for you know fucking 25, 30 years. So yeah. Go to the gym five days a week. You know what I mean? And uh, just like lifting weights, I just kind of got my routine now. I take it. He. The reason I like doing stuff with him is the same reason I hate doing stuff with him is because he'll fucking push the shit out of you. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So it's good, but it sucks. I realized, so, I mean, I, I kind of always knew this, but, like, I need to work out every day. Oh, yeah? If I don't, I'm not right. You're yeah. off, right? I'm off. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I, I got I to gotta do something. I got to yeah. suffer a little bit. He's yeah, driven yeah, yeah. by suffering. He really is. Yeah. Truly. Truly. Yeah, with that ice bath and shit. Oh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. just injuries too. Like you don't see guys handle injuries the way this guy does. It's just he's built different. You know, I remember, you know, he had hip replacement or par- partial, partial. It's called resurface, but yeah, basically cut me open pretty good. Hip replacement, and he's walking down the stairs. He's got crutches. He's supposed to be <sighs> on for like a month, and uh, he's walking down the stairs to do the podcast the following Tuesday. It's Jeez, insane, bro. you know what I mean? I mean, I, f- I fucking hate tooting your own because you're such a <laughs> arrogant, cocky, fucking prick. But it's true. You know what I should do, man? And sons do. I should write. I should write it in where he has to like praise your character. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, good. It. Next take, Raj. Yeah, another take. Yeah. I say take. nice things like that, and then <laughs> fucking gay. He's gay over there. <laughs> oh jeez! No, I, what, what was what did I say to you the other day? It was something that I read that was true. You're a true friend does not compliment you all the time. A true friend tells you when you fuck up. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. Frankie. Yeah, that's fucking Frankie. true as it gets, buddy. It's like Frankie's the best friend in the world, man. <laughs> yeah, I need a break from him some sometimes. Though, I'll be honest. When I <laughs> Listen, leave, I keep when him I, honest. When I, I leave here, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> He's a sensitive Sally. He's a sensitive Sally. I wouldn't make it a day if I was a sensitive Sally. Do you guys hear about, speaking of which, uh, so this video is out with, um, did you see the Crawford-Spence fight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Roger picked Spence. That's you not did? True. You picked Spence? That's not true. That's not true. That's a lie. Another <laughs> lie. Go to the tape. Mike got it on camera. I did not pick Spence. I call. I actually I called it the very few times. I th- I knew that was gonna happen, man. I picked I picked Bud. Yeah, but uh, I didn't know. I I honestly didn't think it was gonna go that like handling. Be that one sided. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't. I oh, let's TKO. talk about something real quick. I don't since you're you know bringing up fighting. I can't believe that. I mean, I I knew about this a while ago, but they just had the press conference, so it must be coming right up that Logan Paul is going to fight I Dylan know, Dannis. Why yeah. Dylan Dannis? He's not. It's an easy fight. Well, he's going to drop out. I was happy to see. I was happy to see his replacement. Mike Perry. Mike Perry. Dude, I would love to see Mike. I love Mike Perry. 
Why is Dana going to drop out? Or he did already? Dylan no, Dana drops out of every fight in the last five years. He dro- he's, yeah. The dude's had one MMA fight ever, and he drops out of every fight. He literally just is a professional tool. That's what wow. he is. And uh, you know, Bro, he's been owning Logan now. No, not Logan. Logan's girl. But whatever. Even Logan now. Yeah. Even Logan. He's like... <laughs> He's like, oh, this is this is Dylan Dennis. He got choked out by a bouncer. He's like, your wife got fucked by forty girls, and you're marrying her. Or <laughs> forty guys, you're marrying her. <laughs> He's crushing it. He's killing it. He's, he is slaying it. But then I saw Logan say something about his mother was an actual prostitute or something. Like, what? Who? Dan Dylan's mother was? I don't, according oh, to Logan, I heard like, Dylan's family comes from money. I don't know. He's a Jersey yeah. guy. Is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a Jersey guy. Yeah. Yeah. Comes from money. You got choked. Yeah. Out. You got Rumson, choked. Out. Deal. Uh, up north, somewhere up there, somewhere up north. Yeah. Yeah, deal, yeah, yeah. no, deal, you're not, no. Oh. If you're not a Syrian Jew, you're not living in deal. Really? <laughs> it's all Syrian Jews, <laughs> is it? Yeah. It's, it's true. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> a little geography for me. Yeah. Syrian oh. Jew, really in deal? Yeah. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> Last time I went through deal was like. Uh, we're looking at Billy Joel's old house. Do you remember yeah. that? Do you yeah. guys ever see that shit? It's a small town. It's not a big town. His house like Red is shaped Bank, like right? a baby Red, piano. Red North Bank. of Asbury. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. His house is shaped like a... It was old house. It's shaped like a baby piano. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. Yeah, we used to go up there and shoot it with the... Uh, a little gay. Guns. Maybe I'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, I got to pee, boys. I don't know yeah. if we want to call yeah. it or yeah. take Cat, a break. Hey, I got to pee. Pleasure, boys. Thanks for coming down, hanging out, man. Always, always a good time. Thanks uh, for having me. Bastard sons coming out soon, fucking soon, soon. <laughs> right? All right, you come look for it soon. Um, what, what, what should people look for? For the movie, you mean? Well, anything you got coming up. Keep an eye out for Malicious on uh, Amazon to rent or buy on October tenth. That's the next one out, Malicious. and then Bastard Sons will be shortly thereafter. Yeah. All right, let's go, let's go, everybody. Find and follow us on YouTube, Rumble, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast podcast platforms. Roger, take it away. This guy. This guy.